And welcome to episode 375 of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says... When the Washington Sentinels left the stadium that date, there was no ticker tape parade, no endorsement deals, no sneakers or soda pop or breakfast cereal. Just a locker to be cleaned out, a ride home to catch, and what if what they didn't know was that their lives had been changed forever because they'd been part of something great. And greatness, no matter how brief, stays with a man. Every athlete dreams of a second chance. These men lived it. Nice. Yeah. A little something from The Replacements. <laughs> one of my favorite movies, and one of the favorite movies I know of our guest, somebody we've wanted to have on for many, many years, the the captain, the um, the Keanu Reeves, if you will, of the History of Bad Ideas podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Jason Brigger. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nice introduction. My own My own team doesn't do that. Well, I, I know, I know. I, I feel, I feel like you're the underappreciated. Like I know your pain, because you're, you're. I know behind the scenes, you're the guy. You, you do all the work. You, you read all the articles. You put that outline together, and everybody just kind of shows up and gets all the glory. Like Ian does that. That's Ian. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I, I, I see that. <laughs> so, you know, Ian's everybody's favorite, but I'm the one who does all the fucking work. You know, he does. He does yeah. the work. Try doing that with four other co-hosts yeah. or five other co-hosts. It depends on the week. You, you have you a know. whole menagerie now of, of like like ducks you have to keep in a row. Like it's a rotating. You know, I know Blake's been you know in a bunker in Montana, so he's been unavailable. <laughs> um, yes. Jeff is probably the only consistent one there, but I mean, there's so many others that just kind of rotate in and out. You're just like, who's this guy? He's another Brigger brother. Yeah, How many of them yeah. are there? <laughs> there's four. There's four Brigger boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, uh, we've had intern Hackney. Uh, he showed up uh, about a year ago. Yeah. Uh, we couldn't keep interns. Um, nobody liked being paid in IOUs. Uh, so that really sucked. They're as good as money. It is just as good <laughs> as money. And uh, <laughs> so intern Hackney showed up about a year ago, and he never left. Um, I think he's missed like. Eh, he missed shows here and there, but like, like for birthdays or anniversaries. Uh, Jeff and I have been pretty consistent, except when he had furry rabies back in the day. Right. Uh, and was in the hospital. Um, Jim, I, I will say, Jeff's brother Jim, who's on the show, he does a lot for the show. The problem is he's golfing now. Um, he's on a golf league. And by the time he gets here, he would be drunk. So we're like, yeah. well, I forget it. I mean, we can get drunk on the air, but not get here on drunk, you know? Right, right. Uh, so, and then uh, Blake, Blake's the enigma. Uh, he shows up. Um, he was consistent. He's still somewhat consistent. Um, he always would bitch about driving to the Bob Studios, which is like 45 minutes away from him every Tuesday night. And we actually got a studio now. Grant, we only used it for three months. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> Four months. <laughs> Fucking COVID. Um, but now that we do uh, Skype calls, all he has to do is, you know, sit on the couch. He doesn't even do video with us. And so he's he's been missing more shows now than when he actually had to drive 45 minutes. Wow. <laughs> so, nice. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, it's it's been a – and then I got my, obviously, number one fan, Doug, you know. Right. So that's that's the main cast. Um, and like you said, it, it fluctuates every week. We have three guests some week. We got six some week. It's it's 
I don't even know who's coming on usually until the, right before we record. So, but I appreciate you coming on the show. I can't believe we, this has never happened. No, uh, you, I think you, we had one. We had one. We had one episode. That's right. That's right. Well, where, yeah, where, we did an episode of Hobie. That's right. Where Ian and I became best friends. Yes, that's right. So, I haven't gotten many phone calls from him since then. Yeah, no love letters to me either. Yeah, it's a two-way street. That is a, <laughs> that is a two-way post street. Doesn't work. <laughs> we we canceled the post <laughs> right. office, right? Hey, you have family in that post office too, so. I know. Yeah, so you think you'd have an end, but you don't. No, I don't. No, <laughs> I don't. So, but no, I'm happy to be on. Uh, like I said, uh, it, it's been. Uh, I always enjoy it, and I feel like I'm promoting a movie this week because I was on another podcast. Uh, everything I learned from movies that I was on that Sunday night. We did Hobie, uh, History of Bad Ideas, on Tuesday night, and now I'm on your show tonight. I feel like I've been yeah. making the talk show rounds. Wow, yes. Yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like Kimmel, Ooh. the third man in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can you can see our movie at the uh, drive-in. It's, yeah. Don't uh, <laughs> <laughs> we do a drive-in near you? That's right. <laughs> well, we, we're getting that floating barge, aren't we? Isn't that yeah, coming something again? like that. They're going to, what? what, secure that in the mon? Yeah, that's going to yeah. sink. <laughs> gonna erode out yeah uh yeah we're getting a floating barge here i'm sure it'll come your way um eventually yeah eventually it'll float down river but you wave as it goes by i don't know how they're gonna set it up but they're gonna you can want it'll be like a drive-in theater on the water really yeah they're gonna show movies from the river i guess anchor show the movie and then like people will be on the side i guess at the point or wherever just watch the movie or in their boats yeah i guess it's supposed to be like you could like you know it was supposed to be far enough out in the river that you could actually like pull up and watch it in a boat oh really you can, you're not going to be able to see it from shore is it just i think, boats? I think you can watch it from shore yeah but i think i don't but i think it's going to be far enough out that like they were talking about like, like you could have like a few rows of boats in the river like anchor or dock or whatever yeah when I uh, watch movies, I love the smell of river water. That yeah. is my favorite smell. Mm, right, getting yeah. some popcorn and river water. Mm. I mean, especially the mon. You know. Yeah. Wait, wait till the mon kraken comes up. Yeah. <laughs> Seattle thinks they've got the kraken. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's just waiting in the bottom of the mon, biding its time. It's waiting in the, in the underground river to make yeah. its surface. I will say that uh, the one positive i guess about covid is that drive-in movie theaters are coming back i like that um i got one about 30 minutes away from us and uh they've been showing old movies they were showing uh raiders of the lost ark uh last week um with was it back to the future i forget what the other one they were showing um but they've been showing classic films and i was like that's pretty cool they were showing empire strikes back the one night Um, yeah so i was like well good for them of course i think tonight they were showing what was it? Secret Life of Pets? And I'm like, oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah, not a good one. <laughs> um, but I, I enjoy that they're actually showing, like, the old school movies because, like, that's pretty cool to see those again. Yeah. Uh, right. I mean, what, el- what else are you going to show at this point? Exactly, yeah. They, they tore all, all ours down. <laughs> really? There's only a couple left here. There used yeah. to be a shit ton. Yeah, the closest one I can think of is out by... Pit, you know, Pittsburgh International Airport and Moon. Yeah. And from here, that's going to be like an hour, hour and ten minute drive, depending on traffic. You know? Yeah. 
we got two. Like I said, the one's half hour away. The other one's like an hour. Really the same thing, like an hour and ten minutes yeah. away. Um, it's still Cincinnati, but it's farther yeah. out. Um, but because I don't know, it's going to take a lot for me to go back to a movie theater. I don't know. Um, oh, you know, no. I mean to, man. I mean, of course, everything I get now. I mean, um, did you see that? Uh, who was it? Uh, Warner or who? AMC? They just settled. AMC, with somebody. Universal. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, seventeen day gap now. So basically, yeah. movie theaters go, or the movie goes in, and then seventeen days later, it'll be on video on demand. So no, my understanding is it's only certain movies. Yeah. So I, I'm sure like the their their higher end ones, like the you know your Fast and Furious, your Jurassic Parks, those probably aren't going to fall into that category. Correct. But I'm sure I'm, I'm sure like a lot of their their second tier movies or maybe even kids movies would fall into that. So I'm I'm imagining someone like you. Even outside of a COVID issue, mm-hmm. that probably sounds like a better idea for you, just because you know you you've got your kids, you know, it's a, for a twenty dollar one time price. Yeah, you can watch that same movie where it probably cost you two or three times as much to take your kids to a movie theater to see a. See yeah, a we're we're a family of five, and um, we bought no, we rented uh, Trolls Two World Tour when it came out back in April. Ugh. Yeah, God, we did I hate not. that. Dude, I hate that. Fu- I hate that fucking franchise. I hate it. I hate yeah. that franchise. But your kids probably love the shit out of it. They do. Uh, yeah. My daughter really likes it because she likes the music in it. Um, and then we bought uh, Scoob, uh, the Scooby Doo movie, because uh, I'm a huge Scooby Doo fan. Um, it wasn't as great as I wanted it to be, but I'm okay with it. Uh, it was twenty dollars to rent for forty eight hours, or twenty five dollars to buy. So I did. Yeah. We just bought it. I was like, for five extra bucks, might as well. Right. Um. So that was nice, and that came out same, you know, video on demand. So yeah, you're right. I mean, that would normally cost us, even if we went to the matinee with food and everything, probably fifty to sixty dollars. Right. So no, it's definitely cheaper. It's definitely more economical to do it that way, for mm-hmm. sure. I just yeah. Scoob, I couldn't do because Matthew Lillard was. <laughs> 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 Matthew Lillard didn't do the voice of Shaggy. No, so. he didn't. No, he didn't. But Simon Cow was in it. Really? That's not yeah. a selling point. No, I do. know. <laughs> <laughs> He's an investor in it. He's an investor in the Scooby Doo gang, the Mystery Inc. gang. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> so, the premise like he was at, yeah. at Simon Cow? Yeah, he was as Simon Cow. Uh, the Mystery Inc. gang goes, and uh, they wanted to take on bigger mysteries. <laughs> and so uh, he inve- he said he would invest, but they had to get rid of Sco- uh, Scooby and Shaggy because they don't know how to solve mysteries, which they really don't. But <laughs> um, it's like, you know, it would be like uh, Hobie, like, kicking out, you know, intern Hackney. I mean, come on. <laughs> you can't do that. Um, and he's beloved. That's right. So it, it, it was uh, – and so that was the big – thing about it and it's like but yeah with simon cowell's like oh god what the fuck why is he in this can it get anybody yeah nice well it's kind of like an old school i guess scooby-doo throwback where you had like weird celebrities just show up yeah you know celebrity days yeah of scooby-doo yeah you know don Knotts showing up to solve crime uh harlem globetrotters with the pirate that was my favorite that was my favorite 
um, even more than Batman, the, the yeah. Harlem Grove trailers, because they were beating up the pirates with the basketballs. Oh, I loved yeah. it. <laughs> so, yeah, it I was. I love uh, Scooby Doo, man. Especially the old ones. Yeah. My son got hooked on a new series. Well, newer, I guess. It's on Netflix. Uh, but it's not really like mysteries. Like, it's real, like, well, not real, but like supernatural ones. And I'm yeah. like, but I want them to right for life. Yeah. Fred just got shot in the leg. holy fuck shaggy well you know what the funny thing is they came out with a comic book three years ago that was a gritty remake a gritty reboot and it was really odd and i'm like i don't know if i can handle this like i get i mean i don't care that they did it but it was just odd like eh, you know there was you know references a lot more blunt references to drugs and everything else and i'm like the hell is going on? They were all older. I was like, eh, I don't know about this one. <laughs> one my, and, I, and I know it's it's beloved by you. Yes. But, I mean, one of the reasons I, I just can't stomach Riverdale is, like, you know, Archie was, like, this wholesome all-American teen, uh, you know, and, like, Riverdale, he's just, like, banging everything, you know. Yeah. Like, he, like, that's just sex, drugs, and rock and roll all over it. I think the only problem I have, I mean, like, other than the absolute fucking insanity of riverdale i have a really bad problem with his hair oh my god his hair just drives me fucking crazy archie's hair but i don't have a problem with jughead i don't have a problem with any of them but it, it's every time they show Archie's his fucking hair i'm like oh my god it's so abs. brilliant huh yeah he has abs and those abs are oh man <laughs> god, this- i mean I, I mean, I think the show's okay. I got hooked on it. They watch it. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, what is this? And I'm like, uh. But then I all of a sudden I'm hooked. I'm like, why is that woman dancing? You know what I mean? I, I was like, isn't that her mother? No, that's <laughs> not her mother. That, you know, I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I'm serious, Sean. It's, it's wild. Oh, I know. <laughs> I've, I've heard Jason talk about it. I've heard our, our good friend Stork talk about yeah. it. I mean, it, it's so batshit crazy from the sounds. I mean, Archie's fighting a bear at one point, oh, shirtless. God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, you know, shit like that is just like, oh, man, this is... How is well, this successful? I, I, I do is. think it's funny that they're having sex, these teenagers who are 17, 18 years old, and it's like, not even professors of the Kama Sutra know how to do some of these moves. And oh, I'm yeah. like, you're 17. There's no way this is realistic. No. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and they're all, yeah. having, they're all having shower sex. Come on. <laughs> you can't. Oh, the whole show. We're going to yeah. do a reverse wheelbarrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jughead and Archie are doing double dutch routers. It's, it's uh, interesting. It's interesting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's wow. anything wrong with that. So, uh, oh. well, I did. I did want to congratulate you. I, I know Uh-oh. this is exciting times. Um, for the first time in a since 1990, 1990, yeah, the city of Cincinnati is the home of a world champion. Uh, who would that be? Your AEW World Heavyweight Champion, John oh. Moxley. That is true, John Moxley. Yes. That's right. Um, we won, um, Cincinnati's minor league hockey team won, uh, a couple, couple, uh, I guess they were, it was the Kelly cup. It was the Kelly cup back to back years or two out of three years. Um, 
But you know what? Here's the funny thing. So on the minor league hockey, we went, I, my wife and I went to those games. It was great playoff atmosphere. 10,000 people packed into these things for a minor league game. And then right. nothing on the front page of the local newspaper. I'm like, <laughs> you've been – and this is like, you really? know, the Bengals are sucking. The Reds were sucking at the time. Oh, they're still sucking this year. But uh, it's like – everything's going on. I'm like, you have a winning team, like fucking put something out there. Like, <laughs> you know, um, yes. So John Moxley, AEW champion. I think his time is coming up. I think, I think it's going to be gone. I think MJF might take the title from him. Um, but I certainly hope so. Yeah. Um, have you, AEW, well, all of the wrestling has been tough for me to watch with no arena or with no crowds in the arena. Um, that makes it tough. Like no reaction from the fans. Yeah. Uh, AEW does a good job with it. It's a little bit better. Um, and WWE's trying, but I might just be bored with WWE. But it's tough. Like when Matt Hardy showed up or Brody Lee shows up, like for a big, you know, their first thing, and no reaction because there's right. nobody there. And you're like, son of a bitch, FTR. It's like they showed up. There's some reaction, but nothing. Zack Ryder this week. Right. Uh, and it's like, damn, I missed that pop. I missed that pop with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, AEW's at least been enjoyable. I think MJF is the one that it, 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 just give him the title and let him run with it uh, at this point. Yeah, I, I think I think AEW is smart in starting with giving the, the title to Jericho, mm-hmm. letting him have a nice long title run. Yeah, I, I think Moxon, unfortunately, you know, I mean. He wins that at Revolution in February, and we go right into the COVID era. And you know he had, you know he was stuck in Vegas, where he lives, so like he wasn't even around for a few months until this kind of lightened up a bit. So I think like unfortunately his his reign has suffered a little bit because of that. But I mean I was never a fan of his to begin with anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I mean I don't think he's bad. I just don't care for him. He's not my my style. Um. So, but I'm ready for like you know, like MJF to step up, and and be the guy, and see what you know what if he can carry the company like that. Did you see uh, his segment was the lowest seg- uh, rated segment this week? MJF's that was kind of uh, that I think it's because people like the action in AEW and not so much the the promos, but it was a hell of a promo he gave uh, this it, week. I, it's it's shocking because like his. He seems to be the, to me like a guy that like when he talks, people should want to listen. Mm-hmm. Like anytime you put Cody in, on a mic, people want to hear what he has to say. And I he, know. And he usually gives a pretty damn good promo. He does. He does. You know, um, and it's the same thing with MJF though. Like I mean, you know, anytime he you put a mic in front of his mouth, like I, you should want to stop and listen to what he has to say because it's probably going to be gold. And mm-hmm. that, I mean that that promo he cut like in, in like that style, like being like you know. I'm running for this. This is, you know, like a very presidential sounding and stuff. Like it was a great promo that he cut, you know, uh, with some little little shots here and there at the uh, the competition. And he is. Uh, I watched um, MLW wrestling. Uh, I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of that uh, Major League Wrestling. Of course, they haven't had any live shows in in months now since COVID started. Uh, they even said that they're not doing empty arena shows. Right. Um, but he was big there. And he was a young, he was 20 and 21, like, and now he's only, I think, 23 or whatever, right. 24. But, um, you know, I saw him there and I thought, 
my God, who is this asshole? Like, he's awesome. He's amazing. And then you see him, like, on the big stage with AEW, and he doesn't miss a beat. Like, there's no laps. He knows what he's doing. His Twitter account is hilarious because he plays a true heel. Like, you see autograph signings with him, and he's making fun of people. And people get upset by that. It's like, he's a fucking heel, you know? And that, that that's what makes it great. Well, um, there was all that trouble he got into for flipping that kid off. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, he, he, he's in character at all times. Yeah. And if you're sending your kid up to get an MJF autograph, you know what you're, ex- you should yeah. expect it. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I, I do like AEW's, um, they're kind of like New Japan. They're having a lot, and I'm not a huge New Japan fan, and I, I, I get lost in their history with Bullet Club and everything else. Yeah. But they have so many loyal factions that I'm okay with that. I like that. I like that AEW's doing the same thing. You know, you're going to have, I think, a new Four Horsemen. Uh, I think yeah. they're, they're they're gearing up for it. I think that's um, very apparent. I mean, you yeah. know, when FDR is just given the four fingers, you're just yeah. like, yeah, it's coming. So do you, does Arn turn on Cody then? Or does Cody, is Cody part of it? I think Cody's part of it. You think? I don't, I, I, I could go either way. I don't he, mind. He, with this open challenge, he's been playing with Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. You know, like he, there have been some times where he he has been very heelish. Yeah. You know, and you know, but he he's come out and said, well, I don't believe in heels and baby faces. I I just I'm a champion trying to win a win a match. I'm like, eh, okay, you know. Yeah. But I I think it would be a great move, like for like the son of Dusty Rhodes to be a part of the new Four Horsemen. The only thing I could see is because I keep hearing Sean Spears might be part of it. And I'm like, I like Sean Spears. He's not four horsemen. I, I don't, I can't see it. Um, I can't see it. Uh, <laughs> it's wrestling talk. Ian's gone. I'm out. <laughs> uh, but I could see, I could see it. Page FTR and, uh, and Arn Anderson. I could see them turning on Cody, even though Cody is turning shades. I get that. But then I don't know who you could put as the fourth one. Um, you could do Sean Spears, but then you got the Tolly Blanchard thing. You know, right. you got, you know, um, and then you got six people. You got two managers and, you know, four wrestlers, and it right. just doesn't work as well. Um, I mean, I have no problem with Cody turning into a four horseman, but I, I mean, I'm interested to see how they get how they get there. Um, and, and so I, I'm okay with it, but I like that you have uh, the, um, what is it, uh, Lucha, uh, the Jurassic Express. I yeah. like that they have a faction, you know, as much as I want to punt Marco's son into, yeah. ugh, God. Um, I mean, I think th- I like that they're doing all these little factions. You have the elite that is kind of on the outs, like, you know, the Young Bucks and Omega and all them. So, and you got MJF. He has Wardlow, but I wouldn't be surprised if he gets somebody else. Um, and you, you got Team Taz. Oh, yeah, you got Taz. With, with Cage, and, Taz, uh, Cage and Ricky Starks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know the the dark order, um, the inner circle. I mean, you're right. I mean, it's it's it, it's faction heavy, mm-hmm. but I, I also like that they're manager heavy. Yeah, like they're, yeah. They're, something that they've brought back is the manager. Mm-hmm. With, with the the you know with Arn Anderson and Telly Blanchard and you know Jake Roberts and Altaz. I I like stuff like that. Like it's yeah. it's, it's become very throwbackish in a way. Um, and then they just signed uh, Eddie Kingston. Did you see that? I did. I didn't see that. I, I like that. I, I thought that match against Cody was a 
phenomenal match. I thought that promo he cut beforehand was amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you know he definitely earned himself a contract. Like I, I hope they're not like signing everybody. Like I, that that match against Warhorse, I was like, eh, okay. Yeah, and I've never seen him wrestle before. I just heard everything online. Like he's yeah. fantastic. I was bored. Uh, I was bored out of my mind with it. I thought he he. I think he has talent. I don't think he had. I don't think he's ready for the main stage yet. I think he's got a couple more years left. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that was you could tell it was green. And maybe it wasn't just him and Cody didn't mesh well. You know, yeah. it could be that. But I just didn't think he was very crisp on it. Um, you know, Kingston, Eddie Kingston doesn't. I mean, he's good promos and that. But he looks like me and you. Like he just goes out there. <laughs> yeah. He like, looks like he's a guy who, who would go and win a bar fight. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And I, I kind of like that, and he's a little different, and, you know, uh, he's a longtime vet who, who's, you know, paid his dues in the indies. I know he was in Impact for a little bit. I think he was in N- NWA. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I think he was just he's just a guy that, like, you know, he's well, going to get a quick run, maybe two, two three year, yeah. and, and get out, you know, make his money and run. Uh, Zack Ryder, Matt. Cardona or whatever his name is, uh, his real name. Um, he only signed for five appearances. Did so, he? Yeah. So I'm not saying that they won't sign him long, longer term, but uh, they only gave him. He's. I don't know if it's his choice or not, but they it came out today that it was only five uh, five shows that he's part of. So. So on these matches, are they? Is there is there crowd noise piped in or no? Uh, they have. The extras, the extra wrestlers outside the ring. They have whoever's right. not wrestling around the ring. Uh, AEW does it really good. I'm not sure why. I don't know if they have microphones out by the the crowd, but it comes in better. Um, I also think, I mean, it, they, they do have, I mean, not only do they have the, like, the extra wrestlers who aren't performing that night around the ring, but they mm-hmm. do have a small crowd. Like, I don't know who those people are. I'm going to assume mm-hmm. that's friends and family. Like mm-hmm. up in the stands, like so. There's about fifty or sixty people up there as well. Oh, I see. So I was just curious. Yeah, now, I do I think. Start... I do think there have been times where AEW has piped in, at least on the t- through the through the the television audio, mm-hmm. they've piped in some crowd noise. Because there have been some times where it's like mm, that sounds a little louder than it should have been. But like for the, for the most for the yeah. most part, it, 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 it ha- if they are, it's not noticeable. Yeah, I just watched. I started the game. Um, I started being summoned. Uh, um, the Pens played it played tonight. Yeah, yeah. They the game started at eight. Of course, it didn't start at eight. It started like at eight twenty. <clears throat> but um, it looked normal to me. I don't know if you watched any hockey lately, but it looked it, pr- it looked pretty normal to me. I mean, there was some pipe noise in. Yeah, not not, but it wasn't like it's just done real well. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, just like I'm watching a hockey game at home. You know, and baseball. Um, I don't know if it's depends on the team and that. The since I Reds have had like chatter, but nothing major like in the background. Um, with the crowd, like it's not like if the if the Reds get a base hit, there's no cheering. It's just kind of like a background noise, like a thing. So that's okay. Like that kind of seems okay with it. Um, right. But then I like my daughter was watching tennis today, and it was in France, and they had no cra- no crowds. But it was like 
after, you know, every time somebody scores a point, it was like loud cheering. And I'm like, there's nobody around. You like, you notice it. <laughs> and I'm yeah, like, yeah, really? The I'm French? Like, yeah. And it was weird. French it was too. just weird. And I was just like, what the fuck is that? Like, it, 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 I don't have a problem with it, but it, it is a little odd. Like, if done horribly wrong, it can take you out yeah. of the game. But uh, yeah, we were watching, she was watching tennis. I'm like, what the heck is this? Like, the. And I'm like, okay, is this taped? No, it's not taped. It's new because uh, even the ball boys all had the face, the masks on. So I'm like, oh, well, that's kind of odd. Yeah. So, like I said. Well, before before we went on, I was I was actually watching the Pirates and Cubs, mm-hmm. and that's in Chicago. And not only are they piping in noise, but they are doing cheers as well. Typical Chicago Cubs fans. Yeah. Gunshot. So like when the Cub, like when the Cub, like a Cub hit the ball, like there's a crowd reaction, and it's just like, this is bad. This it's is like Sega bad. baseball. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't yeah. surprise me with the Cubs fans. Fuck them. God. Fuck the them. Cubs. And I hate the Cubs fans. I'm sorry <laughs> for any listeners in Chicago. I hate Cubs fans. God. Hey, uh, so did they fix that Ryan Sandberg throwing all those errors, or, or are they still all on Mark Grace? I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. I think they're all on Grace, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, it's six feet, uh, six rows up in the crowd. Uh, Grace have jumped and caught it. Yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> yeah. That's a good call. My bad. <laughs> How dare you, Mark? <laughs> Sorry. Mark, Mark Grace should have been there. <laughs> Doesn't matter how high that ball was. <laughs> This thing sponsored by Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, fucking Cubs. Oh, so yeah. one last wrestling thing before we we move on and stop boring yeah. Ian. Okay, I'll um, be back. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the um the thing between uh, Pat McAfee and uh, Adam Cole? Adam Cole. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it was real? No, I don't. I think I think it's a work. Yeah, I think it's uh, Adam Cole slowly going insane since he lost his title, his NXT title. I I, I think uh, they're trying to work. If it was on another talk show or uh, radio show besides Pat McAfee, I could say, okay, maybe. But Pat McAfee works for the WWE. Yeah. Sometimes, whenever. I don't know when, but sometimes he does. Um, I, I think it was okay. It was well done. But uh, I think it's Adam Cole unraveling. I don't think they would have talked about it on nxt if it was if it was real yeah no i agree like i mean the, like, the thing is like I, i've i've watched enough pat mack if he didn't know his interview style mm-hmm. and like you could tell the questions were deliberately meant to provoke yeah you know and it's like one of those things where like I, i'm watching and i was just like this is interesting you know and, and for just a second i like i questioned i'm like Wow, I wonder if that was real. And I'm like, no, don't don't buy that, Sean. Don't don't take the hook. You know, Adam Cole is a true professional yeah. uh, in everything uh, with wrestling and outside the ring. That's that was the only reason. If it was, I don't know, Lars Sullivan doing it, sure, why not? That guy's fucking nuts, anyways. Uh, but like, if it was, if it was, if it was other people, maybe with Adam Cole, he's too reserved and he's too professional and he promotes that NXT brand like it's his blood. So I don't see, I, I, I don't see him losing it. Grant though, he does have, he is so committed to it that he could, I guess you could say it that way, but I, I don't see Adam Cole in real life losing it like he did on that. 
No, Britt uh, Brit Baker's it, boyfriend wouldn't do that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> In her Pope mobile. Yeah. <laughs> so, <sighs> you know what, though? Uh, even NXT's been, um, I've enjoyed it. Um, even in, with the limited crowds in that. And I think it's just because I like Keith Lee. I like the, I like some of the other ones. They seem like they're definitely going through a growth, uh, growing period right now. They definitely need to, um, they're, they're definitely got some new people. Um, mm-hmm. and it, I just keep wondering when, um, Adam Cole and his group get called up. I hope they don't, but I don't know what else they can do in that, in, in NXT. Well, I mean, the problem becomes this with a guy like Adam Cole and, He's phenomenal. Like mm-hmm. I've gone back and I've watched like his stuff from Ring of Honor and New Japan when he was with Bullet Club and everything. And I mean, he's a f- phenomenal performer. Mm-hmm. And I just don't see like I can see where Triple H sees his potential and is uses him properly. And mm-hmm. when he gets moved up to Raw or SmackDown and now he's <laughs> under Vince's care, yeah. Vince is gonna have no clue what to do with the guy. Yeah. And he's just going to end up being a guy who maybe he holds the Intercontinental title for a little bit, you know, but he gets, you know, disappeared into the background like so many guys do. Yeah. Like, I mean, you see it with like, like, I mean, Ricochet. Look at a guy like Ricochet. He should be a top guy. Yeah. And, you know, he's a, a third tier player at the at the major leagues. Even his tag team partner, Cedric Alexander, should be up there. Yeah. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying heavyweight. But he should at least be intercontinental U.S. title uh, hunt. Yeah, and he's not. They're not. They don't know what they can do with them. So I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I with WWE, it would not bother me when Vince McMahon steps away. I am. I cannot wait till that day. And I'm not saying Triple H is going to fix everything, but it's got to be better. I mean, Vince is. I mean, he's 74 years old, man. If you can't hold, if you can't hold your bladder in the middle of the night, you should not be running a multi-billion-dollar company. I'm sorry, you know. After a certain point, you need to just kind of step away. Right. I mean, so. and when you let, and when you had people like, I mean, you had Paul Heyman, and you wouldn't let him mm-hmm. run the show, even though he was supposed to be the guy running yeah. the show. You, you know, yeah. you're, you're wasting talent. Yeah. You know, they, I don't want to see Paul do an ECW revival. Mm-mm. Like, but like Paul Heyman's a guy who understands even what modern pro wrestling is and how to book it if you would let him. Yeah. And they, you could just tell Vince never let him book it the way he wanted to do it. Paul would start pushing got younger guys, and Vince would push him right back down. Yeah. And I do like, not that I wanted anybody to lose jobs, but when they cut forty people, it made me happy that. You're going to see all these guys go to Impact. You're going to see them go to Ring of Honor eventually. You're going to see them go to, you know, AEW. You're going to see them go to MLW. And it's, well, and NWA, I was hoping would get a couple guys, but not anymore because that's pretty much defunct right now. Um, So I was, I'm happy that that's happening. Impact got a breath of fresh air by getting some of their own guys back. Yeah, you know Eric Young and that EC3, who I'm not a big EC3 fan, but sure I'll go with it. Them getting the Good Brothers shocked me. That yeah. shocked me. Um, you know, and not not that I'm a huge fan of them, but it's a name. I mean, it, it's a chance for names. And the rumors are that Rusev is coming to Impact. Um, they keep yeah, saying that though, they said um, because of the COVID test that he wasn't. He couldn't. They couldn't get him there for Slammiversary. If you bring Rusev in there, done. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, like I said, th- that was the one thing that's like, there's so many options now. And for WWE to have live events going on and their ratings are plummeting. I think our shows, you, you and I shows, have better ratings than WWE right now. And it's like, there's nothing else out there live, and yet they can't get ratings. I'm like, no. how is that possible? So, like I said, I, I, I think, it, I think uh, Vince McMahon's never going to change. He's never going to change. So, I, I just hope that he eventually will just walk away. I don't think he will, but I would hope he does. Just so Triple H can take over. Yeah, I... I, I... I think at some point, you know, there has to be a change of the guard. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, again, I, I don't think Triple H solves all, all the problems, but I no. think he can put people in position to get it solved. I mean, I, I think part of their problem is that, you know, that they have a writer's room for SmackDown and Raw. You know, I mean, just book it. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, AEW's got four people. Yeah. Five, maybe, you know. Tony Khan, the Young Bucks, Omega, and uh, and Cody, Cody, yeah. yeah, and that's it. Those are the guys who basically run those shows. Yeah, you know, and um, I, I would just love to see WD kind of simplify themselves. You know, they, 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 you know, they talk about like, well, you can't do that. This is a, a multi-billion-dollar corporation. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I don't know. When you had like two, only two or three people, when you know, stirring that pot. The product was a whole lot better. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's just become such a monster that, you know, Vince McMahon sees the dollar signs and Saudi Arabia money and yeah. everything else on it. But even yeah. like simple stuff like that MJF promo would mm-hmm. never have been done on, on a WWE show. No. Like, or, my, it, or if so, Michael Cole will have talked over it and bitched about it. Right. Exactly. Like, they, like, the the those those are the simple things that make a storyline work. Mm-hmm. That you know you when you watch a WWE promo, it feels like can ham. Yeah, you know you know you know this isn't the the, the wrestler put is putting their input into what the storyline should be. It's somebody handing like it's basically scripted television. Yeah, bad scripted yeah. television too. Yeah, it is. So. <laughs> Ian, come on back. Come on back. We can come talk on back. Trolls. Ah. You want to talk to Trolls yeah. franchise? Come on back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I never... Uh, I, I, I used to watch wrestling back in the day, but I never got into it as of late. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Sean is like Steamboat and Coco Beware and bullshit like that. I was in that era, and, you know? And then, like, I don't know, I just stopped. I just never continued watching it. So, I, I, not that I'm against it i just don't really have an opinion because i just don't watch wrestling you know that much i'm but, just excited i'm just excited because no one ever talked to wrestling except intern with me on my show so that's what i was excited because i'm like here's another reason i got jason i got somebody to talk a little aew wrestling with because anytime i mention it to ian his gla- eyes just immediately glass over like, all right i'll stop whatever yeah i have no idea who you're talking about yeah. Uh, what's but, the, what's the penguin score? What's the penguin score? The last time I checked, two two. Okay. It came I, back. I mean, the, when I came into here, it was like one zero. I'm like Jesus. But they had like, I think end of the first, mm, I want to say like 15 shots on goal. So I mean, like they're not doing bad, but. I am a Penguins fan. I may not be a Steelers fan, 
but I'm a Penguins fan. So Penguins are fun to watch. Yeah. They're getting old, though. I mean, I just heard Malkin's 34 today. I had no idea he was that old. Yeah, it's depressing to see that. (laughs) But what was it? Last year, I'm a big Toronto Blue Jays fan in baseball, and I think it was last year or two years ago, it was the first uh, professional player uh, born in 2000 that was playing in the majors. And I was like, oh, God. Holy shit. (laughs) And the grays just start coming out more. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. I'm like, son of a bitch. I did watch a couple movies this week. Pokemon. Okay. I'll wait. No, go ahead. What'd you watch? Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go? That was a movie? Not Pokemon Go, but Pokemon, the movie, the detective movie. Oh, Detective Pikachu. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Pretty good. Did you enjoy it? I can't believe I'm saying that. I had a when I watched it, I, I that was Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. I I just I had a hard time getting into it because I'm like I didn't get the references. Yeah, well, I mean, it would be hard. Yeah, like I mean, I so like at the end of it, I'm like, I don't know if this is a good movie or not because I really don't get it. <laughs> right. Maya it was, enjoyed it, but she, and yeah, she's yeah. like Pokemon, so I was like, okay, well, maybe you know, maybe it was then. It was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, I I had very low, 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 low expectations of this movie. Right. And it came it came away it was actually pretty good. I mean, yeah. the Pokemon looked good. The story was okay. I get it. You know, it was pretty good. It was it wasn't bad. Yeah, I like. I mean, from like a a special effects standpoint, it looked phenomenal. It did, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there was a lot, lot there that I was like, you know, this is really well done. Yeah, and there was um, a lot going on. I mean, if yeah. you, especially the city scenes and shit like that, when you when you looked at it, yeah, it actually looked pretty good. You right. know what I mean? Sorry, not to derail. So I apologize. Go ahead, Ian. My bad. <laughs> you guys go ahead. I'm sorry about breaking. No, I was, I was telling him I just saw the Pokemon movie. Uh, Detective Pikachu. Yeah, did you see it? Uh, I have seen bits and pieces. My oldest son has seen it and really loved it. But I've only yeah. seen bits and pieces of it. I, I, I was telling him, I I went in with very low expectations, and I was I was surprised. I, it was okay. It wasn't that bad. Okay. Ryan Reynolds kept it up. <laughs> oh, yeah, he you was voice, I mean? wasn't he? Of, of Pikachu. Pikachu. Yeah. But it was, it, it was actually a decent storyline. Effects were amazing. Mm-hmm. Especially like the cityscapes and stuff like that, where there was different Pokemon doing, you know, walking the streets and <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. Like out in every day. Yeah, it was pretty good. It wasn't too bad. So I saw that. And then I watched the marathon, the three hour version of Dr. Sleep. Ooh. How was that? It's pretty damn good, I have to say. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was. I may have liked it better than The Shining itself. Is it scarier than The Shining? The original Shining, not the Stephen Weber one, but the sh- the original Shining, or the original? Yeah. No, I wouldn't say that. It's different. Okay. Uh, it, there are parts of it that felt very Stephen King Kingish. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Yeah. I think because I was watching the three-hour director's cut. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, and usually I don't like Stephen King films. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't really even like the books that much. They just didn't. When it went from book to film, it never translated that well for me. But um, this was pretty good. I, I mean, McGregor was amazing in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you see it, Sean? I didn't see the three-hour cut. I saw the two-hour, like the, the the theatrical release, which but I thought was like, amazing. Yeah, it was. It was amazing. You and McGregor was like on point. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. I I like the direction that it went. Um, kind of mystical, I'd say. I don't know. I don't. I even know how to describe it. It it was just pretty good. It, the end pays off in spades. I thought. Yeah. I mean, I I. I, I I thought there was a ton to like about that. I, I thought the the villain was really well done. Um, I, I liked. I, you know, one, I mean, once you get to the hotel, you know, all bets are off. I mean, it, that's when it really takes off. I mean, the, even get it before that, it, it tells a really good story. But once yeah, you get to the hotel, that's when it's just like. Once they get to the Stanley Hotel, it's like it's yeah. over. I mean, it's it's just. I wish. More of the movie was like that, you know, but yeah. it, was, it was really good. So anyway, yeah, I watched that. It was a long, it was long though, man. It was like, I didn't get up too much during it, but it was just like, wow, is it going to end? <laughs> yeah. I, I still have to see uh, It Chapter 2. I saw the first chapter, and I really liked the first chapter. Um, and I always liked the Tim Curry one, but it doesn't, it, 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 it's very 1990 ish <laughs> yeah. uh, the original yeah, one tim curry. but it's tim curry he's awesome uh but the yeah. new one i i enjoyed the first one uh, i've yet to see the second one and it's nothing against it. i just haven't had i keep forgetting to get it yeah uh, but i uh my wife and i watched uh rocket man last night the elton john uh, biopic i mean yeah, watch very, that did you like very, it again? very oh yeah i thought it was great you know, it wasn't um, like Bohemian Rhapsody was pretty much a typical musical. I love Bohemian Rhapsody, the movie, but like it was a typical music biopic because yeah. it went in order and all that. El- uh, the Rocket Man was not. It was music. I mean, it was it was basically a musical is what I felt like um, right. based on his story. And so it wasn't like a typical music biopic. And I loved it based on how Elton John is like the flamboyancy, like his concerts and that. I thought it was amazing. Like the way they did, I thought they did the right pick on it, uh, the, the right tone to it. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought they could have done more about his vices. Um, they, and I know why, I mean, it wasn't like they, they still talked about it, like the drug overdose, you know, his heart attack, you know, how he pretty much had sex with everything, but they didn't like really show any. Well, it wasn't in depth. They just kind of touched on it real quick. Um, right. But I, overall, though, I mean, I still thought it was fantastic. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was a great movie. Yeah, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know if I enjoyed it as much as the Queen one. Um. I don't know if you can compare those two. But it was close. Two. I mean, it was just different. And, you know, it was just, it was, like you said, it was more musical. Yeah. You know? And I, I don't know if you can compare them because they're totally two different tones. Like, I mean, 
if you did that with Queen, I don't think it would work. Queen needed a straight biopic, typical movie, like a regular film. I think Elton John, it would, it's okay doing it that way. I mean, I, I had no issue with them doing it. That I thought way. he did very well um, as um, Elton John. Yes. Um, but I can't the Kingsman kid. Kingsman. Huh? Yeah. What'd you say? Ed, Ed, Edridge Angdington or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The kid from but, the Kings. King... I liked him in the Kingsman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he got that part, I guess, from um he did a cartoon um animated movie. Oh my god. Heavy Trying metal to think two. of the movie. Huh? <laughs> Heavy metal too. Yeah. Heavy metal too. <laughs> It was a kids movie where they uh, there was a gorilla that sang and played piano. Sing. He did the Elton John sing. Oh, that was him. Yeah, that was him as the gorilla. Huh. And so he sang that Elton John song. Yeah. And then Elton so John liked it, and then wanted him cast as him in the in this movie. I guess huh. Elton John had his sights on him from the beginning. I'm just I'm because sure being in off. the Kingsman too didn't didn't help the matter either. Or didn't hurt the matter, I should say. No, but I mean, like, I think he pulled off the the song. Right. So Elton thought that he could probably pull off his songs, you know, in a movie. Because I think he sang most all those songs. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because of the movie Sing, my four-year-old, he literally knows every word to I'm Still Standing because of the, the movie Sing. <laughs> he right. will sing it all day long. <laughs> <laughs> As long as it's the Sing version, he hasn't actually watched the Elton John video. Correct. That is true. Yeah. It's the Sing version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm not a music guy at all. Uh, I've talked about our, my podcast that I, I, I enjoy music, but I don't know anything about any of the backstories. You know, I don't care really that much about any type of music. Um, I don't like concerts except for a few um, that I would go to. But the last two like musical biopics, I had I had medium hopes for in that to you know keep me at least entertained for two hours. And the Queen one and uh, Rocket Man, I mean, blew me away. I loved them both. Um, you, you didn't did you watch the dirt? dirt. What's that? Did you, you see Dirt? Dirt? Yeah, the, the Motley Crue biopic no, on I Netflix. No, not. Oh, yeah. you need to. You need to. Not watch around it. the kids. Not around. Yeah, not around the kids. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, I watched um, the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody got me back into loving Queen, and I never fell out of love with them. I just keep forget. I always forgot about them after a while um, from back in my t- early twenties. But um, I got I was watching Queen and Adam Lambert, uh, the uh, biopic on um, the documentary on uh, Netflix, and that uh, Netflix or Amazon, I forget which one. And that is phenomenal. Um, yeah. Just how the relationship with them getting Adam Lambert. And in all honesty, people can bitch all they want. You know, oh, we can't have Adam Lambert in it. You know, it's not real Queen. It, it, he does a hell of a job. I mean, if you're going to put somebody from modern day day era in it, like that flamboyancy in that, like Freddie Mercury, he hits it. I have no issue oh, with yeah. it. And he can definitely hit the notes, too. I mean, he, he's yeah. there. I mean, yeah. he's a great singer. It's but, just not Freddie, you know what I mean? Correct. Like, it's just different. And, and, and the documentary hits on that, too. Like, they talk to the, uh, all the band members, and then they're like, you know, we're not trying to replace him. And he's like, that's why our tour is not just called Queen. It's Queen plus Adam Lambert, right, you know? Right. And, um, but it was very it was very well done. Like I said, like, how he 
the early days until like they had his they had eyes on him throughout American Idol and everything else. Uh, and so they were, they just kept like kind of testing him and giving him little projects to see if he would do it. And he did. Right. And it's a really good series, though. Uh, a really good show. It's two hours. It's really well done. So I think it's the hardest thing in the world is to replace an like an iconic singer. Like, and I understand like, you know, the rest of those guys they still want to make money. And you know, mm-hmm. when you have a brand like Queen, that's a great brand to make money off. So I like I don't begrudge them like teaming up with a guy like Adam Lambert. I know they did a tour with the like the guy who was the lead singer of Bad Company in the the early two thousands. Yeah. They touch yeah. on that. Yeah, they, they touch on that. And how he basically didn't want to sing a lot of their songs. Right. Yeah, because uh, it's, it's it's tough. Yeah. I mean, because you know, it's Freddie. Yeah. But um, like I remember when you know In Excess tried to play, replace Scott Hutchinson. Yeah. You know, and that's a tough thing to do. I mean, you know, again, you're talking about like just like an iconic voice. You know, mm-hmm. and, and no matter who you select, it's just not going to work. No. Yeah. You know, similar to Sabbath, right? Yeah. How do you replace Ozzy Osbourne Sabbath? Sharon how do you do that? Sharon Osbourne. <laughs> Just throw her up there. But how do you do that, you know? I mean, how do you replace Ozzy Osbourne right. and Black Sabbath? I, I watched uh, another documentary. It's on um, Apple, which we don't have Apple, but we signed up for the free thing or whatever. You can't really get much off the free thing, but the Beastie Boys documentary is really, really, really good. I've heard like, nothing but great things about that. Yeah, really good. Like, I couldn't believe I was just entranced by this by this documentary. It, it was amazing. Yeah. Like, from beginning to end. I mean, it was of their career. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, it was it was really good. It was almost like. I, not spoken word, but I mean, like there was a, you know, the two of them were up there and they were talking and that was, and there was a back screen, you know, and a stage and that was it. And they were just telling the story. It was, it was, it was actually really, really good. Yeah. So I highly suggest that if you get a chance to watch, if you like the Beastie Boys, if you don't like the Beastie Boys, then Uh, I do. I liked them just because of, they just brought something that nobody else had. You know what I mean? Like so innovative, as far as musically mixing, it was, they were just incredible. But I'm waiting for the. Uh, I'm waiting for the Bon Jovi documentary. Still waiting. Still waiting. Come on, Bon Jovi, do it. Give me something here, people. How they screwed <laughs> over Skid Row. <laughs> They're gonna do like a a a, a ten part documentary. I love the Last Dance. All <laughs> on Bon the, Jovi. Yeah, on Bon Jovi. Right. I would watch it all behind the scenes footage from the 1987, you know, uh, <laughs> slippery when wet, <laughs> slippery when wet tour. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I love Bon Jovi, but I'm like, come on, give me something. Like, just <laughs> give me something about his arena football team. How about that? Can we talk about that? The Philadelphia Soul. Come on. Philadelphia <laughs> Soul. <laughs> that didn't work out too well. <laughs> uh, I've been hooked on. Um, I'm a big mystery uh, person, uh, real life crime, and uh, I go down a rabbit hole on it, like Reddit pages. I look up police reports. I do all that crap. It, oh, I don't know why. Yeah, um, especially disappearances. That's the thing that uh-huh. really gets me because I'm like, where the fuck did it go? Like, and most of the time, the it's the basic answer is the right answer, but you always go down rabbit holes. But uh, I've been watching uh, Unsolved Mysteries. 
uh, on Netflix, the new ones. And uh, okay. we got through, we're through three episodes. And they're, like I said, I'm pretty hardcore into the murder mysteries, the disappearances and that. And they had three cases that I've never even heard of. Um, so it's not like a common one that they've been using. And it's each episode is one case. And there's no narrator. They just have the people talk that were involved. Um, okay. And again, obviously it's a pain because nobody ever solves the case <laughs> because it's unsolved. Um, right, right. But it, it's really well done. Um, each one. Um, of course, the last episode, the third episode, was about a French guy in France who more than likely killed his whole family and then disappeared. And my wife, it was all in French because <laughs> there's no narrator. So no. it's all in French. And my wife, it was like 1130 at night. And my wife is, we get through a half hour and she's like, I'm out. I can't read this much before bed. I'm going to bed. <laughs> she's like, right. Tell me what happens in the morning. <laughs> so cause it's all subtitled. So right. I'm reading it all. But uh, it's really good, though. I, like I said, it's still creepy as hell, too. Like, it still keeps that creep factor from the 1990s. Um, yeah, yeah. So. But highly well, recommend like that. The, I was watching that. Um, oh, my God. Dakota Fanning's in it. It's that series. The Alienist. The Alienist. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Have you seen that? I have not. Uh, I, I read the book, uh, the first oh, book. You did. Yeah, yeah, and that book is intense. Uh, there's a lot of it, like it's uh, it's downright creepy, uh, um, but it's a hell of a book. The ending I thought was a little. It was like a Stephen King ending. You're like, eh, that's the ending, fine. But it wasn't like the whole book was good, and then you got to the end, and you're like, eh, whatever, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I re- I wanted to see them on because uh, it's on TNT. But I've it's second season, right? Yeah. Well, it just started. Yeah. Because okay. we binged it. Um, we got hooked on it, and then we were like coming close on the beginning of the second season, where we were trying to binge as much as we could mm-hmm. to finish out that first season. Um, God, what a hell of a season! I mean, that first season was really, really good. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, for, I mean, it's a period piece, which Sean knows I like, but I mean, like, um, it's just done very well. I mean, as far as costuming acting everything in it i mean it's just it's par man i mean it's just spot on so that's a good one i mean it's and, and it's surprising too it's surprising what they show you know yeah i mean like, as far as like the gore and blood aspect and yeah it's it's good well that's really the thing good. That, that surprised me in the book is like the the murders that happen because they're no not big spoiler but they're killing the, a guy's killing kid in the book mm-hmm and like graphically and i'm like how is this author not arrested for writing about this like, right, I'm yeah. like, i feel i feel horrible reading this and i know right. it's fake but i feel horrible like, like um, well i was so, watching it and i'm like why is that kid wearing a dress and i'm like whoa is this where we're going you know what i mean like i'm like holy shit this is a whole side of new york i've never even heard about you know what i mean like and, like and it, he was, based, it was he crazy. based a lot of it on reality from back in the time. Like he has in the book his cliff like his cliff notes of like where he got all this information. And I'm like, son of a bitch, like thank God I wasn't around like nineteen it was like like nineteen ten or something like that or whatever it was. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is going on in New York? Right. <laughs> like, At one point I was like, Man, Corey Feldman is right. You know, all the money. I mean that guy that guy has his shit together. 
serious, man. It was crazy. I'm telling you, man. I, I believe. I firmly believe there's some secret fucking society like that now that was probably started back then. I, I mean, like from watching this movie. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It was crazy. I'm just uh, going to take that. I'm going to take that line for my title for the podcast on Tuesday. Corey Feldman was right. I'm just going to take go. that as the title. <laughs> I mean, that guy's been preaching that shit for years, and everyone's yeah. like, "Yeah, whatever." People need to watch this movie and then talk to me. Talk to me about it after they watch this movie. Well, it was they just, they, it's going to. It's got to be somewhat true. Some of it, because look, Epstein's girlfriend just—they were just releasing documents on that. Not to go down that rabbit hole, but I mean. Yeah. There's a whole lot right. of shit going on. <laughs> like, and I Epstein, know. Epstein had, you know, his suicide, but, uh, <laughs> you know, right. uh, that was another one. I watched uh, that one on Netflix, the Epstein documentary, and um, that was four parts or three parts, or I don't even know. You want to talk about a rabbit hole of just sadness, like the whole thing, like how the system failed every one of those kids from start to finish. And, oh, for sure. After my wife and I watched it, she's like, can we get cartoons? Like, something. Like, I need something yeah. to, like, take off the edge. Because at the end, you're like, I have no faith in my in humans after this. None I th- whatsoever. I felt that way after watching Spotlight. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, that's a movie. I'm glad I watched it. I'm only going to watch it once in my life. Yeah. And afterwards, I was like, humanity sucks. How yeah. Do, like, how do people just... And I get, I know my wife, it bugs my wife when I tell her this, but I'm like, I never can get how people can just let that go. Like the higher ups. And yeah. she's like, well, you're never going to get it because, you know, you're not in charge of a billion dollar company or, you know, not saying that's how you change your morals, but, you know, you're never going to understand it, you know? And it's like, just do the right thing. Like, how do you not do the right thing? Like, I don't right. get that. Yeah. There's a little kid going to his office. What the fuck? Call the police. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? We're like, yeah. we're just, we're we're just moving Nantucket. What's that? We're just yeah. moving yeah. Nantucket out of Boston. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, just, what is wrong with people? Sweep it under the rug. Uh, yeah, yeah cause it's upsetting. The, the yeah. Diocese of uh, Covington, Kentucky, uh, which is across the river from Cincinnati here, um, they just released it yesterday. Um, finally, after all these years, um, like 50 names of priests that they uh, have confirmed you know abuse kids and it's like i'm like oh well, that's really and then like some of the reports are like he was born in whatever year and they had some background like on each one and they're like where is uh you know when did he die unknown where is he at uh, unknown like what it's like what what the fuck happened like what yeah. did yeah. you do they like, fucking put him in a vault man they fucking hide their asses yeah weird but yeah but uh, they were going back. Uh, the list was going back from like 1960. I think it was 61 or so and Jeez. up. And I'm like, oh my God, man. And ho- thankfully, half of them are dead. But it's like at the same time, it's like, geez, oh, peace. Like, and you just saw how they moved them around. Like, oh, he was yeah. here and here and here. And it's like, but did nobody say anything? <laughs> like, right. <laughs> Bad time to be an altar boy. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, I mean, like, for real. I mean, like. It just, I mean, now they're coming out with all these lawsuits against the Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts. Yeah. About yeah. those jerks. I mean, like, what the fuck? Uh, I don't know, man. I think the quarantine has made me uh, hate humanity more than I thought I ever could. And I hated humanity before. 
<laughs> now I really it's on hate a new level, that. right? Yes. <laughs> it's on a new level. I know. Oh, it always gives God. you a, you know, when you, for me personally, I know this is my this is my personal view, but, um, you know, when I go go into a place, and or if I go into a gas station or whatever, and nobody's wearing a mask, I like get road rage. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, it, it just, it's like, it brings this rage outside inside of you because you, I mean, if you're a believer in wearing masks and stuff like that, you know, it's in you, right? I mean, like, yeah. you're you're in it to stop the prevent uh, the the infection, and I am. I mean, I'm a believer in mask wearing, and when I see it happening, I'm like, especially the people that work in the gas stations, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, what I mean? like, why? Oh, and then they come up with the excuse. Oh, I'm, you know, I can't, you know, I can't breathe. I'm like, I wear this shit every day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know there are asthmatics in my profession that wear it every day. You know, I mean, I get it. But at the same point, it's uh, it just but makes I'm, me so angry. But they're claustrophobic, Ian. They're claustrophobic. Um, the mask makes I, them claustrophobic. I can't even. <laughs> We we I, went to this. What's that? I just can't do it. I mean, like you go into a gas station. There's 15 people in there. Eight of them don't have masks on. Yeah. I leave. I, I like walk out of the fucking gas station and go to the next one because I can't. I just mentally. And Sean knows I, I'm a germaphobe. Period. That's so it's really yes. Pretty bad. But I just I I don't know. I don't want to get political. Sorry. It's just selfish. That's all I'm gonna say. We went to the zoo um, uh, two weeks ago. Even the no, last week. Tigers had fucking masks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone had a mask. But every time I walked, every time I walked by somebody without a mask, I looked at my wife. I was like, "Can I push them in? Can I just fucking push them in? Like, can I do it, please? Can I do it? Like, at this point, you know? Yeah. I'm still right, pissed right. off about Harambe. Come on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Harambe. I, I saw a meme. It was like 2020 Harambe's revenge. <laughs> yeah. You know. At this point, let the animals out. Just let yeah. them out. Fuck it. <laughs> They're going to be the next ones that revolt against us. I saw Zoo. I saw an episode of Zoo. On- <laughs> I watched I one episode. I thought it was going to be more like... Do uh, you remember that old movie, The Day the Animals Attacked? or What was that called, John? Old movies like I can't Night remember. of the Lepus, Ben, all these movies came out about animals at that time. Food for the Food, Gods. Food for the Gods is what I'm thinking of. Right, but there was a there was a movie that were, it was called When Animals Attack, and it was like these eagles and bears and shit. It was like set in that time period, but I think it needs to happen. I think that's going to be the next plague. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, What's that? Are we going to reboot uh, Faces of Death? Do you remember that t- mo- that VHS series? Oh, Sean. Remember that? Was that oh, yeah. real? Was that real? I think a, a, a good deal of it was. I think like, as later on as it got, like, I think the first couple were, like, you know, it was like, let's just put this shit out, you know? Yeah. And I think as it got, went along, it was like, okay, we're running out of stuff to show. Sean, do you remember the one me and you watched? Vaguely, I'm, I mean, I'm sure if you reminded me, it would all come flooding back. 
I don't know, There's man. We ran into in my life. I, I thought it was I'd a faces out. of death type of thing. Yeah. And like we're watching it, and it just had the weirdest like uh, sound quality, you know. And it had like this. They all of a sudden like like come into an uh, a wreck, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like yeah, there'd be brain matter everywhere and whatever. And then we had like this. You know, it wasn't even like music. It was just kind of like weird John Carpenter stuff that like he didn't put in the movie. synthesizer. Yeah, special it was just really weird. And so we're watching this thing, and I was like, "Oh, that's a dog," you know. And I was like, "I can't. I just let's just turn it off because I, I I just couldn't deal with it. It was yeah. it was too much." For me. Yeah. Back then, I was what I don't know, seventeen. So we're watching the goddamn thing, and I was like, finally, I was like, all right, turn it off. It was like, oh, one more scene. It must have been my other buddy. And they show this scene, and they're like in a, in, a, in a bathroom. This is for real. Like in a bathroom you would see back in the day, you know, like in Giant Eagle or wherever, or Walmart, or in a, like they showed the stall. I'm like, man, did someone get themselves in the stall? You know, I thought someone, you know, got killed or whatever. And we're watching, and then all of a sudden the weird music comes on, like, like that i'm like what is happening and you know the bar that's above the like top of the door yeah you ever looked at a top of a door of a bathroom stall and then there's like a space and there's a bar on top like you know what i mean yeah and this explains my fear of it all of a sudden you hear the music and this fucking gimp comes up to the top of the goddamn fucking top of the bar no, it's a true story. I, I wish I had the video. And and, and like a fucking gimp and a, and a fucking you know like you know like a fucking uh, what do you call it? Uh, oh, John Travolta. Uh, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. gimp head comes up all in, like f- full on leather. Eyes not even looking at you, and all of a sudden, at the last second, and the music like gets gets this crescendo, and all of a sudden, he goes like that, and I'm like, "Fuck this!" I was like, I I rented the video, right? I mean, that's how long ago this was. I, I fucking put it outside. I put it on my porch. I didn't want it in my house. <laughs> it fucking freaked me out so bad, man. I could not. It was a gimp head coming up out of the bathroom stall, and I was like, "How does this even relate? How does this even relate to like faces of death? What is this?" You know, <laughs> it was the craziest shit I ever saw in my life. And I, I swear, I thought it was like, I, I thought I was going to hell for even watching it back then. I was like, I, "It's going on the porch. I can't even." It was hidden underneath the <sighs> fucking liner on the porch. I was, <laughs> my mom can't even know I rented this. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but it was a gimp head. It was a, it was a real person that came up and just looked. I, I can't even believe that. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. I'm working from home now, so I, I always have something on in the background just to have noise, like TV, uh, something on TV. And I, I told you guys before that we went on the air that usually it's John Taffer and Bar Rescue because I love when he says, shut it down every single fucking episode. Uh, I got hooked on that show. I know. Well, the best is like you. I always go into it like I'm halfway through it. I'm like, oh, let me Google if this bar is still in existence. Nope, they closed six weeks after. I'm done. Okay, yeah. I don't care about this one. <laughs> like, fuck this. But anyways, I I got stuck on it for like a week. Was paranormal on video or camera or something on caught on camera, 
And mm-hmm. I forget what channel was on. It might have been Travel Channel. Uh, and it was in the middle of the day. And every freaking thing, you're like, okay, you have a camera, like, the door opens. Okay, well, that's creepy, you know, whatever, fine. You know, someone explained. Then it's like you said, Ian, it goes to, like, a complete, like, there's a, the, the one episode of fucking Leprechaun was coming out of the woods. And I'm like, <laughs> Get out of I'm like, and then the best is, so they show this video. And then they, they you know, slow it down on it. Then they have a fucking panel of guys, like, uh, experts come in and they start talking about like one at a time, you know how they have like a vid- like an office thing. Like they just have one person talking and then they go to the next person and they're talking about, well, that's something I've never seen. And I'm like, Oh fuck you. You know, that's fake. You know, yeah. some fucking guy wrote the Cause they're all home videos. It's all home videos or CCTV video. And so I'm like, no, 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 just call it out. Like the door opening unexplained. Fine. You can talk about it. It could be a ghost. Who knows what the fuck it is. That guy's fucking dressed up, okay? That, that is a dwarf dressed up as a <laughs> leprechaun. Okay, we like, all know uh, that. Yeah. They, they had one that a lady was a witch. Yeah. I'm like, okay, now now I'm done. I can't watch this anymore. I can't fucking oh, watch it. <laughs> that's tremendous. Killer. A fucking leprechaun. <laughs> yeah, it was a leprechaun. And the best is the best ones that come from Russia. So those are always good ones. <laughs> The leprechaun one was from Russia because uh, he started attacking the person with like a shillelagh thing or something. And the guy <laughs> <was> <laughs> <shillelagh>. <laughs> That's great. And the, the best is though, just the reaction from the experts. Well, it could be real because there's some stories about leprechaun. I'm like, okay, shut the fuck up. No, no, yeah. it's not real. <laughs> just stop. Fuck yeah. it, you're waiting for John Taffer. Like, okay, shut it down. <laughs> shut it down. All <laughs> right. John, I know you're an expert, but uh, I'm not changing my bar. Ah, you're losing 20000 a month. Good call. You should probably yeah. keep it the same. Keep it the same there, Chief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does he know? That fucking bar rescue, man, that's some gross-ass shit. I mean, the shit that I saw in those fucking kitchens was un- Yeah. And I get that thing. you think twice about eating at your local diner. Anywhere. <laughs> eating anywhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I know that they up it because it's reality TV, but it's like you see the food and that you're like, oh my god! And how many fucking people don't know like clean your hands after you touch raw chicken? How many people don't know that? Like, yeah. come on! Yeah, they're fucking making raw. They're they're dealing cutting raw chicken and they start preparing your salad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like what the fuck? What are you doing? Oh, I just man. like how Tapper used to get in his face in their face. Like, it's a dead rat. It's a freaking dead rat on the ground. And, like, right spitting in his face. What are you going to do? Huh? This is your livelihood. What are you going to do? And the guy's like, I don't know. I don't know. I'll be getting you want me to be. (laughs) You know what I mean? I like getting drunk at my bar. That's a good call there, Chief. (laughs) Like, Oh, I remember that one. There was a couple of them like that, but there was one where there... It was like, remember that one? It was like a VFW. It wasn't even a VFW. It was like this small bar somewhere, but the wife wanted to change it, and the the husband was always drunk, constantly. The whole <laughs> no, time. That's almost every other episode yeah. <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My personal favorite was there was the one where the guy, like the 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 one owner, was like sleeping in the back on like the shitty couch because he didn't have a home. <laughs> 
they just get wasted at the bar and go back in the back room and go to sleep. I'm not one to stop anyone from their dreams, but I always like when they're like, well, we mortgaged our house and uh, I cleaned out my 401k savings on this. And now I'm $150,000 in the hole. Well, that's a good call. Uh, good good, yeah. good for you there. Maybe yeah, you real. shouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you, I'm with that. <laughs> and you still have shit on the bottom floor of your fucking walk-in cooler. Yeah. Fucking yeah. molding and rotting. But you sold your 401k. Yeah. yeah. But you couldn't yeah. buy fucking labels <laughs> or get your shit off the floor. Yeah. You know, I... I would love to open up a comic book store or, you know, like a tabletop game, like something. Because I don't think they have any wrestling stores. And so I, I would love to open that up. But uh, I'm also 41 years old. And I'm like, well, I got at least 21 years until I retire. I, I'd rather retire <laughs> than yeah, really. fucking take a chance on the comic book store or a, a video game store or something like that. Or uh. arcade. Or a putt-putt course. Ooh, putt-putt course. Hey, yeah. arcades are making a comeback. I live in a, uh, we moved to a small town and um, it's been growing though with a lot of uh, subdivisions going out because it's in the country a little bit. And um, we got like just my subdivision alone is like 400 houses. It has like 900 kids on land. Count. Holy and I'm and there's like three other subdivisions. Yeah. So uh, we didn't know it was going to be that big uh, <laughs> when we moved out here seven years ago. But um, I keep telling my wife, I was like, you could build a putt putt course. We could, we could make, we could make some decent money because there's nothing out here for like that. I was like, put yeah. a fucking arcade in. Come on, let's do it. And You're like start, fucking overboard. <laughs> yeah. Well, my thing is, here we go. Instead of rain in the sun, because that's the worst thing for Papa, have canvas over all the holes. So you're always covered by the, you know, protected from the sun and the rain. That was my big idea. And I didn't have $400,000 to put into it. <laughs> so. Oh, you looked into it. I did. I did look into it. And uh, the one, because uh, I would like a decent one, you know, you want to have someone to, and like some of them are like, well, you need $200,000 in cash. Well, that's not happening. Uh, yeah. And then it's like right, right, right. million dollars in property. Nope, that's not happening. <laughs> I don't think my house is worth a million. I think I'm okay. So, these I'm arcades that are these arcades are popping up and like um, how they're re, re uh, vitalizing um, areas and cities, um, mm -hmm. you know, with uh, being becoming very foodie and you know, different things to do and stuff like that. Um, I went to an arcade in Winston Salem that was uh, killer. They had an outdoor area, not big, but I mean, they had like probably sat like ten people outside. They had like a little fire, you know, one of those gas mm -hmm. propane fire tables. Um, Inside, full-length bar. Um, yep. Uh, soft drinks were free. Um, you know, beers were reason. It was all reasonable. It was like mm. two bucks or whatever. Um, and you, you know, you had to pay with quarters. You know, but that they had all these freaking vintage arcade machines. Yeah. I mean, they had a wall, whole wall of pinball, which that's where I stayed most of the time. But they had, um, I mean, everything you can imagine as far as vintage arcade it was in there um and it was packed i mean i and people were just i mean flooding the place mm -hmm. and drinking and playing and you can you know put they had little things on the side of the machines where you throw your bottle down in you know yeah. what i mean yeah. or drink or whatever 
But I mean, there's definitely a market for that. I mean, I, I feel like for some odd reason, vintage arcade is coming back for some reason. I don't know. Well, we have, um, I got the PlayStation 4 and I got the um, Nintendo Switch. And um, my kids and I, it's, it's, Switch is more of a family thing. Uh, everybody loves it. But you, uh, I used to be a really big into um, PlayStation 4. I loved it, even up until a couple years ago. But I'll tell you one thing. After I got the Switch, uh, we got it for Christmas. Um, I don't I don't play the PlayStation ever because I love taking it out and hand, just using it as a handheld and going upstairs instead of being in front of a TV the whole time, like sitting, you know, coming downstairs right. and that. Like, I can play in bed. And I'm like, I like this actually a lot better than the PlayStation. And it, like the PlayStation 5 is coming out at Christmas, and my son's like, are we getting it? I was like, well, no. Uh, I'm not paying $600 for it. Uh, I'll wait till right. it comes out. But I was like, I don't even know if I want it. Like, like it's like, I'm sure I will get it eventually, but I'm like, I, I like the Switch. I like the, if you can make it portable, like the Switch, it's that's the greatest thing in the world. I don't want to be in front of a, stuck in front of a TV, even well, though it's screen. We're, we're a Switch household, too. I mean, I have an Xbox and... Uh... Um, 360 or 360 Xbox One and I um we they play more Switch than anything else. Um, mm-hmm. Well, when this COVID thing went down, I and mean, they play a game now. I don't remember the name of it, but they're all playing it. I don't play it, but they all play it. <clears throat> but um, we actually had to go get a Switch Lite because you can't get a Switch anymore. <laughs> Correct. It's like you can't find them. So we got a Switch Lite, which doesn't hook up to TV, but, it, you know, they still can play. <laughs> and uh, they play more Switch than they do anything else. Um, and we have some good games. I mean, I like the games that are on Switch. I mean, I, of course, Bayonetta. I bought Cuphead, which mm. is the hardest fucking game I've ever played in my life. Um, but there's a lot of games on there that I really like. So I guess I'll stick with Switch. I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm, I'm a huge X, I'm a huge Xbox guy, um, but I shit man, I haven't bought an Xbox game in forever. I think the last I, thing I bought was Shadows, the latest Star Wars game I started. Yeah, but I could never I got get that through one it. Too. Did the you Jedi get one. finish it? No, no. Yeah, I didn't uh, either. I got it for Christmas, and I'm I don't even know where I'm at anymore. I mean, I'm not too far into but i'm not i'm not in the beginning i'm probably in the middle of it but like i haven't played that for months just because of everything because i was like even on on lockdown like i'm playing the switch i'm, I'm having more fun with it uh, <laughs> i got hooked i got hooked on mario maker uh too where you're making your <laughs> own mario game and i'm like now i gotta figure out worlds that i'm building you can upload them and it's like i love that game um yeah. i loved the uniqueness of it and all my kids play uh, we play it as a family because you can play four players on it and go online and get like other people that make their own worlds. Um, so right. you never have, I mean, it's always changing. Um, uh, Sean for the switch, uh, retro mania is coming out. It's the true sequel to the old school, uh, wrestle WWE or WWF wrestling arcade game. Do you remember that one? Oh yeah. Where you I demolition, that. the tag team. It's, uh, they got approval from the old company to make this a sequel. And it even has the same eight bit look to it. Um, the, or the arcade look. Was that it. a claim back in the day? I think it was. I think, yeah. it, uh, I think it was. Um, but let me try to find that for you. Um, it's coming to the Switch, the PlayStation, the Xbox, and Steam. And uh, I'm trying, it's called Retromania. 
And then they had to push it back. It was supposed to come out this month or in July, and they had to um, they had to uh, push it back because of uh, COVID. They couldn't get as many testings on it, and that. Right. But they got sixteen guys on it, and let's see, it's Legion of Doom, uh, John Morrison, uh, Colt Cabana, uh, the BWO, Nova, um, uh, Blue Meanie, and there's one other, uh, Steve, Steve Curry, uh, Stevie uh, Richards. Yeah, Stevie Richards. Uh, I'm trying to think who else is in it. Uh, Chris Bay is in it. He's the first DLC uh, guy. Um, okay. I'm trying to think who else is in it. Uh, I'm trying to go through this now. Uh, but there's uh, 16 people in it. Um, I'm trying to think who else is in it. But, oh, uh, uh, Nick um, Aldis, or what is that? Uh, the NWA champion. Nick um, Aldis, yeah. Yeah. He's in it. Um, and so they, they got a, oh, oh, Zach Ryder and Kurt Hawkins as their real new names. Now they're both right. in it. Um, but yeah, it's uh 30 bucks. And so, uh, it looks sharp. I mean, they have tons of arenas and, uh, based on their pre, um, pre-orders, it's going pretty well. Uh, they said that they're going to bring DLC and more characters into it, but they've been signing independent wrestlers to it before they signed with AEW and impact and that. So they mm-hmm. have some of these war horses in it. Uh, that was just on AEW. Um, but yeah, it looks good. And it's, it's very, the look and feel of it looks very much like the old school arcade game. So I was like, okay, I could do that for 30 bucks. Yeah. I think I've seen some screenshots of that on like Twitter and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, like they got the pro wrestling tees yeah. in the background and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that does look kind of interesting. I'm intrigued to see that. I thought, you know, I mean, there's nothing, there's no other wrestling game for the switch right now. Um, so I was like, you know what, that, that could be fun. Just, I don't need something complex. I just need something fun. And yeah. I thought oh, that could do Tommy dreamers in it too. Oh, <laughs> L Nikita Koloff. They have Nikita Koloff. Wow. Really? <laughs> the Russian nightmare. I, it, it was funny because they have like all these, like, you know, most recent guys. And then there's like Nikita Koloff. I'm like, how the hell did he get in? Like, yeah. <laughs> can we Good get him? him. I want a hands of stone, Ronnie Garvin, rugged Ronnie Garvin. Oh, I was just watching. I, I it was like Rick, a Rick, Rick Flair cutting a promo on Ronnie Garvin, like after he lost the title, they're getting ready to head to Starcade, where mm-hmm. he wins the title back. And I just remember thinking to myself, like, how did they let Ronnie Garvin win the title? I don't know. <laughs> like, what were he they was thinking? Awful. He was. He was horrible. Like. <clears throat> his worst nightmare was being in front of a microphone. It was. Did you, do you remember the feud he had with Greg Valentine, the WWF? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. He was the referee for a while because he lost the loser blues pound match. Yeah. Oh, God. It, it was, like, I just remember watching that and just, like, how did, like, how did Ric Flair carry him? Like, I remember the feud. Yeah, I remember. You know, I, I was always a Ric Flair fan, so it was like, how did Ric Flair carry this feud with the, like this this living mannequin who could just throw a punch? Yeah, that was his big thing because I just remember like he did look as stiff as hell. Like even walking, he looked yeah. straight upright. He never bent. No. <laughs> he never did. <laughs> Uh, I just remember his one move uh, in the WWF, and he might have had this in the NWA, I, didn't, I don't remember, is when the guy was on the ground, he would stomp on every limb of his. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, the Ronnie Garvin stomp. 
Like yeah, you do the, 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 you're just like, how is this a thing? I don't know. Like Lex Luger, it wasn't great. Don't get me wrong, but he was he he looked like Macho Man compared to Ronnie Garvin. Like <laughs> it was when uh and uh was he better or worse than Dino Bravo? Because they had a few too. Remember that? Yeah, <laughs> that was awful. Yeah. Uh, do you watch, uh, since Ian's gone real quick, do you watch, um, uh, Shadows, Wrestling in Shadows or whatever that is on Vice? I haven't watched the second season, um, but I, I want to. Like, my, my hesitation is I don't want to watch the, uh, the Benoit two-parter. <sighs> that was rough. Um, that was rough. Um, because Chris Garrett, Benoit was one of my favorite wrestlers. Yeah. And that, like... It's part of the reason why I kind of walked away from wrestling was Chris. Like it, it took a few years, but like that one stuck with me and that, that hurt yeah. a lot. And like, I still like respect what he did in the ring, but it's like, it, it, it's very like, I'm, I'm very split on Chris Benoit. Like it's, it's one of those things that I have a very hard time reckoning. Um, it was tough to watch. Um, it was tougher to see the lack of support WWE did to his family afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. It was bullshit. Um, it, it, it was tough um, because Benoit the same way I had my three guys that I always loved was Benoit, Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero and Chris Jericho. And in two years I lost two, you know, you lose yeah. both of them. Um, and Eddie Guerrero was held up as like this, this like hero. Yeah. You yeah. know, and you know, but and I get, I get why Ben was not, but it was just like two completely different circumstances. But like, you know, Eddie Guerrero was just like, you know, oh, we miss Eddie, you know, and like they like they had, they had the, the Benoit Memorial the next day. And then like, oh, yeah. fuck, did we screw up? They did. And kind they of did. erased Chris Benoit from everything. And you know what? That's the sad thing, too, because. I think it might be anger I still have because of Benoit doing it. And I know there was mitigating factors with concussions and all that stuff. Right. Don't get me wrong. But it pisses me off because him versus Triple H and HBK at WrestleMania is probably one of my favorite WrestleMania moments when he won. Yeah. When he made Triple H tap like the little bitch he is. And then seeing um, my second favorite Royal Rumble when Benoit was number one and went to the end and won it. And yeah. just the story of it. And then for that to happen, it's like, God, man. I mean, it, it's tough to watch. The, I can't watch. It's tough. I Like, I've gone yeah. back and tried. Um, and it's tough to see. But, yeah. I would definitely say, uh, I think it's Wrestling with Shadows. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, it, they had a real, they had some really good ones. Like, stuff that I was even... They had the you know, Bravo one on. Yeah. Um, when he got shot, like, 30 times. Um, don't don't sell illegal cigarettes. That's the that's the <laughs> takeaway I got from that one. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in Canada. They don't like that. <laughs> no. So... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know I, they did one about um, Owen Hart. Yeah. I wanted to watch. That that was another one that was tough to see too. Yeah. Um, just to see the crap that they attached him to the little clamp. Yeah. And it wouldn't even hold my dog. I mean, yeah. but but WWE didn't do anything about it because they they bought, they paid for this company to do it and the company's like yeah we do everybody we do Elton John we do you know everybody that uh you know that comes down uh from the rafters and it was like well yeah but how are you doing it <laughs> like I want right. to know how you're doing it yeah. So, the insurance guy in me was like, what the fuck? You got to check that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I, the, the the question I got is, the thing I've been watching, um, 
the past two days has been the Umbrella Company season two. Okay. Oh, man. Have you guys I, been watching that? I have I've not, been. and I'm going to. <laughs> I had actually forgotten about it. I forgot yeah. that the release was, yeah. Is it all yeah. the episodes? Yeah, it's Netflix, so they dropped all the episodes. Okay. okay. Um, How is it, it so far? It's really good. Really? Yeah, it, it holds up to season one very well. Really? Okay. Yeah. You finished it? I haven't finished it yet, no. Um, <coughs> I think I'm six episodes into it. But um, Really? Yeah, but it's... Like, I, I'm bummed out that, you know, it's like, okay, when we wrap this up, I'm going to continue to watch it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's that type of thing. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, I mean, what I've seen so far has been very, very good. And I like, I'm intrigued to see where, how this is going to finish up. Yeah. Do you think, do you like having every episode available or do you like something like the boys in the Mandalorian, or the boys are going second season and Mandalorian does like every week? I think it depends on how it's done. Like some of these shows, play out like 10 hour movies mm-hmm. so what binge watching them works that way and i think netflix does that very well with like stranger things i think they did it really well with like uh the marvel series that they did like they they weren't they didn't feel like just it's like the only reason they, they stopped was because they felt like you needed a piss break yeah yeah you know like okay we've given you 60 minutes of television you need to stop go take a pee and then come back and we're going to continue you know mm-hmm. um where i so I think they you if you write it that way it works. Where if you write it as episodic, like The Mandalorian really was, it, it was like, you know, eight separate in many ways separate stories. Yeah. And so that, you know there was one overall arc to the stories with the child, but there was still like they did an episode that was essentially like you know the the Seven Samurai, mm-hmm. you know stuff like that. So it it worked out well doing it on a week to week basis. Whereas like I think like. Like with like the Umbrella Company, it's just one story. It's not, you know, there's not sub stories involved in this. It's just one long story, yeah. so it works better that way. So, I think it all depends on how the story's being told. Um, the only reason I say uh, I, we were talking about this, um, uh, my brother and I actually talked about this a lot because um, when we were at a convention last year, um, they had the fast guy from Umbrella um, or. Um, uh, sorry, from the boys, from the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, so and the boys all dropped at one time last year, one, yeah. episode, you know, the whole season. And it the the convention was maybe a month and a half after it dropped, two months after. And the boys, you know, the excitement was fail, falling. Right. And like you had people in line for him, but not that many. And yeah. so my brother was like, do you think if you keep doing it every week or even two a week? You know, you keep that momentum for a couple, you know, for six, seven weeks, as opposed to two weeks and you're done. Like, you're not the topic of conversation anymore. So I was just, you know, like, so we go back and forth. I think you have a good point, though. I mean, I think it depends on how it's written, too. Like, The Mandalorian, you know, I I think it worked great as one episode a week on it. Yeah. I think, like, you know, Star Trek Discovery on CBS All Access, they they, they do that an episode a week. They did the Mm -hmm. same thing with Picard. Um, and from a storytelling standpoint, it kind of worked. Um, now, sometimes, like, I'll just, I'll let the episodes build up. Yeah. Yeah, I do the same thing. 
you know, like I'll with let, Picard, I, I let five episodes build up and then I just kind of binge watched all five. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I'm doing that right now with uh, Agents of Shield. Okay. You know, I've I've got like eight episodes on my DVR right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I think once I'm gonna wait till it's over and I'm just gonna just crush them all at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, I so like that, I, I think, again, I think I prefer binging. Like I think I've been program myself to like prefer binging but i do like with the mandalorian that was like every friday i had to make sure i watched that yeah you know like i wasn't gonna let an episode of that go by i was mad that there wasn't another episode when there when you like you watch an episode you're like what the fuck's the other episode like damn it it was so damn good and like and that's the only reason and i mean like especially like with that ending like you know when you see the dark like especially for me like it's like that's the fucking dark saber. Yeah. I know yeah. that. I know what that represents. What's that doing here? I need to know. And like, oh, yeah. we got to wait till August or September or whenever it's coming out. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I think there's a mental thing, too, with the binging as well. I mean, <clears throat> I like, I think it takes time, like with Star Trek and uh, Mandalorian, where you're kind of, you know, you're watching it from week to week to week. Um but when you binge something like, you know, like Lost in Space or or whatever, at the end of it, you're kind of like, fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just I just put everything I had into me for the past four days or three days, just binging the <laughs> shit out of this show. Yeah. Now I want more. But now I have to wait even fucking longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In order to be able to see it again. You know, it's almost like that play out of episodic is almost sometimes better for I, I guess the mental mind i guess is what i'm trying to say i, I don't know i, I mean I, I, I guarantee you i'm gonna i'm gonna binge the umbrella gathering yeah yeah i'll watch it i'll probably end up watching it in three days and then i'm gonna be like fuck <laughs> you know why didn't i, I just you know i think the true the true test though is the last dance like for 10 weeks that was I mean, and it's ESPN was smart and kind of trying to push it up because of the pandemic and the fact they had no programming. Right. Um, but it, it dominated for 10 weeks. That's what you talked about. Yeah. You know, I mean, so in a way you, you're right. Like if that had, if I had watched that all in one sitting, you know, a 10 hour binge, maybe I'm talking about it for a few days and then I'm done with it. Yeah. Right. You know, but having it play out over a 10 week period and you want like, even though you, like with something like that, like, you know what it's going to happen, you know, what's coming up, hearing what Jordan had to say, what Pippin had to say, you know, and what everybody was saying about what was taking place was like, you were like, Oh shit. Okay. That's cool. I didn't know yeah. that, you know? So it's like you learn something new every week. Right. I think on a marketing aspect too, like with um, you know sci-fi or whatever, um, I think there's a marketing aspect to it too. If you binge it all at once and you're done with it, then you're done with it. And like you said, it just kind of drops off. The last dance trended for ten weeks. The Umbrella Company will trend for two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the difference. And, right. and then you look at stuff like Mandalorian that was trending for eight to ten weeks. Even right. two weeks after. And same thing like the boys, I think it was doing a smart thing. Like Amazon 
first two episodes are uh, September, first week of September or whenever that is. And then like an episode a week for the next, you know, six weeks after that or seven weeks after that. Right. And it's like, I think they learned from the last season that you drop it all at once. Everybody loved the boys. And then no one talked about it for three weeks. It was on every right. podcast. Everybody talked about it. And then you right. come back and you're like, oh, okay, we're done with it. Like they, yeah. they got nothing after that. So I, I have no issue with them doing each week. Um, I think you're right that I think it does depend on it. Um, but we did that with the Mandalorians because I, I watched that one with my oldest um, and I promised him I wouldn't watch it without him. And then just would schedule that. So we had like two or three episodes at the very end. We had six, seven, eight episodes, six, seven, and eight. And thank <laughs> God I was able to like watch them all at once. <laughs> yeah. Especially with, especially with those damn scout troopers punching baby Yoda. Oh my. <laughs> yeah. <dude. laughs> those fuckers. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Bastards. I cannot wait for the boys. Season yeah. Two. Yeah. I, I'm excited about that. I think umbrella. Uh, I, I'm, I liked Umbrella. Don't get me wrong. I don't even know if I finished it the first season, though. I think I still have like three episodes left. Uh, I just, I know, I know. I just realized that. I don't think I ever finished it, uh, and I liked it. But um, the boys, I'm, I really enjoyed. I didn't know if I was going to because I wasn't a big fan of the comic books, but um, that series was awesome. I love that. That series. ending, man, was like, <laughs> oh man. I just didn't see it coming. Like, yeah, there was a show. What was the? What was the? What was the series, Sean, with uh, that was filmed in Pittsburgh with the girl with special powers? And you know what I'm talking about? No. Was it a TV show? It was a TV show. It was on, uh, I think it was on Netflix too. Hannah? Next time we break, I'll ask him. But it, yeah. this show was really good. And, uh, I just love how sh- I love how you watch shows and you're like they're not necessarily predictable, but you're you're watching a show and all of a sudden there's something in it that's just like holy shit, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's kind of how the boys did to me at the at the end of that, especially at the the last you know the last uh, the last episode. I was just like I can't believe that's happening. <laughs> but hey, I- uh, this was very similar. This show was very similar. What happened? When, my whole house, we were watching this show, and uh, we were we were all like, whoa! I mean, like, all of us were like, I couldn't believe it. I actually stood up, and I was like, I couldn't believe what I just saw. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's just good TV. But I, I just love that about about series or movies or whatever, usually series. And that's what catches you into these things. Well, was it, anyway. Did you stand up because there was a gimp coming over a bathroom stall? Or <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> You should have seen the fear in my eyes when I saw that fucking gimp. <laughs> I just couldn't. I can't handle people in masks anyway. I, I just, it's one of my things. And that's why I don't like furries. It's, it's just, it's, uh, it was unbelievable. Ian's and fear of furries. Eye, when the eyes shifted over, that fucking, I almost had a heart attack. The, the thing you have to understand is Jason's fear, Ian's fear of furries goes, like, runs so deep. Like when we would go to pit football games together, mm-hmm. he knew the location of Rock the Panther at all times. <laughs> like, he wanted no, and, and we like my seats. Like we had, I had great seats like right behind the visitors bench. We were like about three rows off the field, and he wanted yeah. no part of any other mascots. Like, like just leave them away from me, especially fucking the, Syracuse. Yeah, the oh. Syracuse Orange. Oh. 
The orange? No yeah, one, no parts of it. I, I, I get more scared by the Stanford one, the, the big tree. What the hell is that? That looks like something like a 12-year-old drew. Yes. Like, Stanford's <laughs> like this like institution of higher education. It's like, you know, they have a much higher standard than any other Pac-12 team, but yet, like, there's their, their mascot looks like a 12-year-old druid. Yes. You know. Yeah. You should have seen the last time I went into Manhattan. Oh, that was awful. Yeah. I mean, like, I wanted to see it, you know, and I like I wanted to be there and like experience it. You know, everywhere I fucking turned, there's a fucking dirty cookie monster trying to get me. You know what I mean? Like, I could not have fucking or the, you know, the ripped up fucking Spider-Man or, you know, it was it was a nightmare. It was it was the dirty cookie is like the worst. The dirty Elmo. worst. Dirty Elmo. Uh, give me a five. Give me a five. What the fuck? How is this children related at all? The best is like, <laughs> like fucking. You smell like fucking seven and seven. Anyway, <laughs> they 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 put you know. Hey, let's get a picture. Oh, that's gonna be thirty five bucks. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let's get a picture. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I don't want a picture. I'm trying I'm to I'm trying to look <laughs> up um get on my phone. This is what I'm Googling. Gimp in a bathroom stall, real movie. It's bringing up a lot of gay porn sites. I don't think I should be clicking on this. No, those. you, you <laughs> yeah, this is probably like, the worst choice you could have made to search in, the, in this day and age. Straight naked type Japanese in, uh, guy. Type in uh, <laughs> a, a Gimp board. bathroom a board. stall, um, faces okay. of death. Okay, Try that. Okay, bathroom stall, faces of death. Yeah, that's not going to end very well either, I don't think. <laughs> Oh, death. Let's see. Faces of death. That's going to take you like gloryholesurprise.com. It was the most random thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Man who tried to to follow teen into bathroom stall was beaten to death by her father. Well, that's a real life action thing. Hold on. Mm. (laughs) I don't know what video this was. Here we go. Top 10 scariest bathroom scenes in movies. Nope, that's real movie. That's like, you know. Yeah. Now, I'm not finding anything. Are you sure you made you this isn't no, really man, happened I to you? <laughs> I, I know I saw this. <laughs> yeah. I know I saw this. Cuz I put the shit outside. I know what I watched. Uh, I just came up on my phone. Detective Pikachu's director is making a Netflix series of uh, the video game Beyond Good and Evil. Really? That's interesting. That is interesting. Huh. I just saw that because you're Detective Pikachu. Still can't find anything about uh, Gimps in a, in a stall. Yeah, just abort that. I'm telling you now. No, no good can come of it. Yeah. It's, you're, you're, you're just going to give your phone furry rabies. <laughs> We're going to get arrested. You're going to have to give that phone to Jeff. <laughs> oh, Jeff and his furries. Uh. You know, I do want to thank you because uh, I came on the show before Jeff did. And uh, Jeff was not happy with you guys off air on uh, Tuesday night. He's like, "What the fuck? You're going on the show?" I was like, "They picked me above you. They they did." So I, I, I want again. I wanted to pick the captain of the ship. I appreciate that. Appreciate you know, that. I, I I love Jeff. He's a wonderful mm-hmm. person, and he makes mm-hmm. me laugh. Um, but you know, the I, I felt like going with the captain of the ship was the uh, the logical choice. As as our first guest, you, you are the first person to appear on this show. Who has not been in Ian's dining room? Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. I appreciate any, that. That is any nice. Other, any other guest we've had on this show, we've had in studio. So you were the first remote guest. So um, you are a piece of PNP history. I appreciate that. <laughs> right. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> uh, so on your Wikipedia page, this is going to be a new trivia. This is going to be on there. If we had one, yes. Okay. okay. Um, you know. Do you have an IMDB page? N- no, uh, but I do have a Pornhub account. Okay. 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 Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. So does Ian. It's a stall. The bathroom stall. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, if you go to my Pornhub account, you'll find it. I'll send it to you. I don't know if I can watch it, but I'll send it to you. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you go to my Pornhub account, you'll 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 find the video Ian's talking about. Oh, <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> Is it as bad as a leprechaun? <laughs> I know it was real because I, I can. It's haunted me ever since I watched it. <laughs> I'm telling you. I know I saw it. I, Sean, it was after one of those parties in the duplex and where yeah. I used to live. Oh, I, I have no doubt. I, I don't doubt this whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, this I ranks know. right up there with like the time somebody convinced me that like you know, this like, hey, do a Google search for blue waffle. Yeah. The hell's a blue waffle? Yeah. Well, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> you don't want to know. Trust me. Right now, superfan uh, Thad's out there giggling. Uh, you know, you're talking about we were talking about faces of death. I remember uh, me and my buddies back in the day. We bought a uh, too hot for TV Jerry Springer VHS tape. We all chipped in late night yes, one yeah. night, one a.m. It came on and we bought it, and oh. it took like five weeks to get there. <laughs> and, oh, and I was still living at home. A, the day of regret. <laughs> it was not good. We watched it. Oh, um, I'm sure. It was a lot of nudity, but not good nudity. Not yeah. good nudity at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, this I can't guy, even I, imagine. It, I gotta see. I gotta find it. It's gotta be around here somewhere. I, that, I, I gotta. That's gonna rank like a step above a girls going wild video. Like I never like, had those. Um, I had a buddy that did that uh, subscribed to them, the DVDs. I I and, can't like like I remember like you know. I, I had a, when I worked uh, at a restaurant, I have to, sometimes I have to get up like super early to like open up. And so you get up early and you turn on the TV and it's like like an infomercial for girls oh, yeah. going wild yeah. at like five right, in the right. morning. And you're just like, who the fuck is buying this? Like, what what what, what piece of like deranged piece of society <laughs> do you have to be where you're like, I think it's a great idea for me to have a subscription to Girls Gone Wild. He, my buddy had it um and you would go over to his house and it would be like six or seven of them in a row and you're like that's interesting and then the best part is like it went from hey you know can you show me your show me your breast on uh, on the videos and literally every video would end with these two girls that are have never done it before making out and hooking up in the middle of the like at a hotel room i'm like I don't think that's true. You literally have gone straight into porn. Like, this is porn. Who's the guy in charge? Joe? What was that guy? Oh, uh, I, he, I can't. I, can, I know who you're talking about. I just can't remember his name. I mean, that, that, like the type of person who would have a subscription to Girls Going Wild is the type of person who would hit the share button on a porn video on Pornhub. Like, hey, I just want to let you know what I'm watching. And like sharing yeah. it to Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Joe Francis. Joe that's Francis. The, that's yeah. the douchebag. Yeah, that's the douchebag who made millions. He uh, at his height, he was worth twenty-five million. Unbelievable. 
I'm just want to know if he had it. Uh, he also did Ban from Television, uh, the series. Yeah, that, there's a shocker. <laughs> and I'm he not talking about the good situation. kind that you give your lady. Wow. <laughs> Where'd that come from? That's a Joe Francis reference right there. Let's see. I, I'm reference. just trying to see. Uh, his company filed for bankruptcy in 2013. Oh, there's another shocker. Uh, let's see. In 2015, they issued a arrest warrant for him. He failed to comply. Uh, he was, as of 2015, he was reportedly living in Mexico with his girlfriend and their twin daughters. He still has a arrest warrant out for his, uh, for him. Of from course. The bankruptcy court. In the United States. Yes. Yeah. So he's, 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 he's living like a king <laughs> in yeah. Mexico. I do think it's kind of karma that he has two daughters now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, right. Hey douchebag. How does it feel now? Asshole? Yeah, really. Unbelievable. <laughs> I forgot about those go- girls gone wild infomercials. God. Oh. <laughs> like the only thing more shocking was like I, I had like it was like TV. Hmm? I can't even believe they fucking put that shit on TV. Oh yeah. I mean, it was heavily edited. Like, you know, the girl would lift her top and then leave, like, a Girls Going Wild logo on each boob. Yep. You know? Yep. I mean, but, like, the only thing, like, like more shocking was, like, you'd wake up and I had, like, like Showtime West on one time. So I'm, like, getting up at 5 in the morning and they're, like, you know, it's, like, Skinamax is on. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm watching oh, softcore yeah. porn at 5. You know, I'm, like, what the fuck? Oh. Okay. Oh, lady Chatterley's lovers. Yeah. Was Let me sit gigolos? down for a minute and enjoy this. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I remember we had a pub- <laughs> we had public access TV, uh, channel 25. I still remember this. Uh, probably when I was like 20, 21, living at home. And it, my parents never had cable up until like 10 years ago. Yeah. So we had public access channel 25 it was this new channel and they they would show a lot of the old stuff like bernie um bernie miller you know they would have all that stuff on literally every friday and saturday night at two o'clock in the morning they would go to it wasn't a live feed but it looked like a live feed of a strip club and get the fuck out of here i'm not kidding you i'm not kidding you crazy and so (laughs) they wouldn't they would all have tassels and a g-string and once in a while, you, could, you know, they would turn around, you know, you could see that. But, like, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, what the fuck just happened? Did we just go to a live strip club? <laughs> like, this is right, a right time at Silky's. <laughs> so, <laughs> those, those songs don't pay for themselves, guys. Put your dollars on the jukebox. <laughs> that is nuts. And it was not good strip clubs, let, let's be real. Yeah. But it was just funny because they would just have a camera on the stage. And I still remember it. I still do. They had their high heels on, their G-strings, and their tassels. Oh, and they would have a tremendous. full... And it would be like a 2 to 3 a.m. thing. 2 to 3, 2, two to 4. Oh. And it would just How crack How did they get away up. with that? I don't know. I mean, it was well, public, I mean, I mean, you know. public access, so I'm sure Silkies was paying. And I don't know if it was... <laughs> I guess I shouldn't say public. I guess what is that local? A local channel like you know that, yeah, know, maybe is powerful for like two cities around you. So yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, it was like one of those low, <laughs> low frequency ones. I just remember that, and I'm like, I, I still to this day have no idea how they got away with it. And now to this day, I still miss it. 
Like, yeah. why isn't it on? <laughs> yeah, really. That's crazy. How old were you? Oh, I was like 19, 20. It was beautiful. It was great. And I remember coming home from like nights out with my, you know, going out and then coming home like, hey, this is great. <laughs> Done. I mean, so. I can remember when, when him and I were young and we changed it to like, we changed the box to like 87 and, you know, I, I'd go to him and I, is that a nipple? Did we just yeah. see a nipple? Oh, yeah. Like a pretty scrambled cable. Yep. The scrambled cable, yeah. I and used to love... I I had, you know, when I worked at Dish Network, you know, my call center would open at six in the morning, mm-hmm. which is three in the morning West Coast time. So right. they like the first thing in the morning, like my I, I would have friends who would start their day with people calling in and running porn. Because <laughs> it's like real. three, three in the morning West Coast time. So it's a set Saturday morning. You're coming in for your shift to start at six in the morning. The first call you take is like. Uh, yeah, I like, uh, MILF busters in the ass on channel 425. Yeah, look, I just, I don't care. I'm just, I had a bad night. You sound hot. <laughs> what are you wearing right now? Just, here, here's your movie, sir. Enjoy. <laughs> really? Yeah, you've heard all the calls. Were there some like really shady ass characters calling in? Oh yeah, (laughs) I'm shocked. (laughs) I listened to a call one like when I was a supervisor. Intrigued by this, yeah. I listened to a recorded call, and surprisingly, the girl went with it for a little bit, but the dude was clearly jacking off. Oh, like you could hear like she's like he's like he's like described to me. what exactly that package would include. And she's like, well, it would come with, and she says, oh, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Oh, I like that a lot. I'm like, oh, my God, this dude's jacking off, and she's not picking up on it. And she's like going, and then finally he's like, yeah, yeah, tell me more. I'm like, sir, are you okay? Like, oh, I'm doing great. Just keep going. You know, really? nothing turns really? well, he on God, like cable packages. Yeah, like, I mean, it was just like, wow. <laughs> Truck stop, motel in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff has um, an interesting job, and um, with, like, he sees home videos a lot uh, in yeah. his job. And it's like, he's talked about it before, like, yeah, he, you know, they bring in, like, oh, Oh, this is mom and dad you know they passed away you know 10 years ago and we got these videos and we just want to put them on it's like you know their last birthday and then well there's last birthday but there's some other stuff going on in there yeah. mom and dad had some old uh sex tapes home videos oh, shit <laughs> can you imagine we're just gonna no. mount. No. we're just gonna mount. that's probably like the old days like the the, the, <laughs> the shoulder mount cameras and shit that you Fuck had to yeah. load the tape into so it's Pretty probably much the same like, size as like TV studios. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Dad, hey kids. Hey, grandkids. It's Christmas time. Let's look at this old video of Grandma and Grandpa. <laughs> oh, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> grandma and Grandpa and the neighbor next door. <laughs> Why yeah. is Grandpa just sitting in the chair watching? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why oh, does my. Grandpa look sad? I'm yeah. Just <laughs> 
I didn't know Grandpa was cuckold. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my, my God. My like, the calling in for porn, that's, like, some dedication right there. Like, yeah. obviously, back in the day, you had to. But, like, now you just press it on the remote or go to your laptop. But, like, back then, it's, like, could you imagine the dedication? Like, oh, man, that MILF Busters looks good. Let me Let me call in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can you imagine talking to somebody no. on the phone and saying, hey, I want to rent this. Here's my credit card numbers. Yeah. Like most people like would just give you like mm-hmm. I'd like to um order channel 475. And you, like you worked there long mm-hmm. enough. You knew that that was the porn channel. Like, OK, yeah, here you go. Enjoy. You know, yeah. but like some people were like, you know, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I, I like that. Young girls take it dirty. Number four. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, yeah, I didn't need to know what you were watching, my friend. Sir, I just authorized Pegging 101 for you. You're good yeah. to go. <laughs> yeah. You should have fucked with him. <laughs> yeah. Then, my, my personal favorite was, like, at one point we, we were we were transitioning from one operating system to another. Yeah. And in the new operating system, you could actually look up movie titles. So, like, if you looked up, like, or, like, by the channel... So, like, if you went to the porn channels, not only was it now giving you the title of the movie, but it was also giving you a description. So, and it was, like, the description from the back of the box. Like, it, like And somebody, <laughs> like, didn't realize this and didn't edit it. So, it was, like, you know, MILF Busters 4, and, you know, the description was, like, watch as older women handle their younger men in the way... <laughs> Watch his hot, hot older women taken in the ass, and you're like, "What the fuck? How was this in my computer?" You know. You know, I like how you've brought back MILF Busters like several times. I'm guessing that's got to be a real one, right? Right, Ian? It, that's got to be real, right? I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's I only watch, I only watch five minutes at a time, so I'm not really sure. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, you know. Thanks for being honest. That's, that's hey, you know. We. Uh, <laughs> Three minutes of that's a warm up, just so you know. <laughs> a warm up. <laughs> we we had a neighbor that had to call a cable company a couple years ago because their uh to- their toddler accidentally bought uh porn in the middle of the day, like at three o'clock in the afternoon, and so she had to call and like ah, literally my my three year old just ordered this. You can you take it away? <laughs> I'm like I would love to just hear that conversation. I've sure had those conversations. Man. Sure they did. <laughs> I, I have had those conversations, and like the best part is like. You would get people who would be like, they'd have like two hundred dollars worth of porn on the account, and they're like, "Well, this is clearly, uh, you know, we've been hacked, or you know, this was just added to my account in error." And it's like, "Well, do you have any children in your home?" "Well, yes, I have a fourteen-year-old son." "Well, guess who's ordering two hundred dollars worth of porn?" "Oh no, my child would never do that. He's Not a good a Christian boy." "No." No. We we are God loving people here. I don't know where you're from, but here we, we you know, I'm like we love the Lord. <laughs> you know, and, your, and your son loves pornography just a little too much. <laughs> I like that it's two hundred dollars. Yeah, like they like these. It, it was like these absorbent. Like like you know, calling like, well, who would order this much porn? I'm like, I don't know, a fourteen year old. Yeah, <laughs> they, they they've got stamina for days. They're fucking yeah. jackrabbits. I remember. I was. 
Many moons ago. Yeah. Many, many moons ago. So I just got some distressing news. You're never going to believe who just died. Who? Who died? The diabetes. Wilford Yes, dead at 85. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Yeah, I can't even believe it. I'm stunned. I'll be honest, I thought he died two years ago. But it's even shocking that he died. (laughs) Wow. We talk about him all the time. Jesus. Yeah, he's a goner. That's crazy. Really makes you think. Man, he just sudden. <laughs> who's who's going to forget his epic performance in the Ewok movie? Caravan of Courage. I was thinking Cocoon, too, but that was just me. <laughs> Everybody love Let's see. Man. Yep. I was just thinking of the infomercials. <laughs> yeah. Wikipedia just updated their page already. Oh, wow. <laughs> really? Unless somebody murdered him. Maybe they did it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's Man. brutal. Wow. Wilford Brimley, dude. He spoke out against banning of cockfighting in New Mexico. Well, I guess that's good. Hey, there you go. <laughs> hey, that's all that counts. Good job? <laughs> you know he played in the World Series of Poker? I did not know that, no. Yeah. Cockfighting and diabetes go right hand in hand. <laughs> He lived in uh, Wyoming, just to let you know. And uh, I'm just full of fun facts. Hold on. His last movie was Timber the Treasure Dog. Wow. It was on the channel. Good for for (laughs) Wilford. Wow. Oh, there it is. Ewoks, the Battle for Endor. Battle for Endor, that was it. Caravan of Courage was the first one. Oh, God. I haven't seen them since I was a kid. Are they still bad? Like they, they they're bad, right? Yeah, I'm right. I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's the Ewoks. Uh, you know what? I don't hate the Ewoks. They're not good, oh. but I don't hate them. I don't hate I them. Do. I I I think I might hate uh, the Gungans more. Yeah, well, the, Gung- the Gungans I hate more, but yeah. like. I, my hate, my hatred for the Ewoks. I, I mean, Ian's is just the fact that they're furry teddy bears that creep him out with their with their dead eyes. Um, yeah. With me, it's the fact that those are supposed to be Wookies, correct? You know, and that was supposed correct. to be, you know, Kashyyyk and everything. You know, so that's what's upsetting about the Ewoks to me. It's like I got robbed of seven foot monsters instead. I got three foot teddy bears. Yeah, but and, and saw... just the makeup and effects just went off the boat. Like, they did so well. And, and all of a sudden, you know, I could see his skin under the fucking mask, the black eyes. You see him sweating. Sweating <laughs> to death. You know, it's hot as fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus. But Peter Yoda, you. Yoda got to see the Wookiees in Revenge of the Sith. Yay. Yay. Yeah. 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 Eh, that was wonderful. Eh, God. A bad, bad Chewy cameo. Uh, God. You know, pretty that's much. The only, you know, that's the only thing I didn't like about Solo. I'm telling you, 
I mean, Chewie was cool in Solo, but when <laughs> they showed them underground Wookiees, man, I was like, what's wrong with that chick? <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like, I mean, Chewie looked like a god compared to these guys. <laughs> they had a bad case of mange. It looked like a fucking commercial, that insurance commercial. I mean, like, it was bad. I mean, some of them looked pretty bad. You know, they did. They looked like they had a bad case of mange. <laughs> I saw a couple of those Wookies running out of the woods in a paranormal caught on tape, uh, caught on camera. And uh, these these guys were saying that it's true that Wookiees live here, so you got to be careful. <laughs> yeah. It uh, did kind of look like the Geico cavemen, didn't they? It. They did kind of look like that. Solo? Yeah, fuck yeah, it did. It <laughs> There's a couple of them that were like really iffy, like they just kind of like rushed the makeup on. It was like, get in this. <laughs> we need more Wookiees. <laughs> get that guy in there. <laughs> Partially oh. old. <laughs> Well, Jason, I'm going to give you the option. Okay. Um, We're going to step, we're going to take a moment and step in the old mailbag now. Would you like to stick around for that? Or I I know you have children. I am going to go and get, take care of my children. Make sure nobody's running around upstairs. Okay. So, so the real quick thing is like, we've had obviously no rules here in this house at nighttime because what the hell? Nobody's waking up early for school, especially in the summertime. So, like, the last uh, – every other night, it seems like my kids have just been sleeping in each other's rooms over – and then they don't sleep until midnight. Let me tell you, that's been a blessing the next morning. Uh, right. So I can see that, yeah. I, I, I've heard footsteps upstairs several times. So, I, I'm guessing that probably they're awake <laughs> Still. I, I'm, I'm guessing your Oreo stash has been attacked as well. It has. It has. Yeah. Um, so any food that we had in the Bob Studios, my kids would always come in like and just sneak away and right. just grab it. So my Oreo, I'll be honest, we haven't had anyone in the studio since March. And um, the Oreo stash is low. The Oreo stash is low. So I feel bad. So, um, but you yeah. Put, I, that and the Pez. Got to get that in the Pez. You know what? Hold on. Let's see. I do have one thing of Pez left. One wow. thing. Oh, you know what? No, I got two more. Look at that. That's, wow. Still, for, for the Bob Studios, that's a shockingly low amount. It is. Um, I also have a Remy LaCroix magnet. Wow. Look at that. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that was sent over to us by Heno. That was sent by Heno. Our uh, good friend who, who has appeared in the pnp studios he's been in ian's dining room yeah you know i gotta say something about that fucker he shows up in pittsburgh but he doesn't come to cincinnati four hours away I- i'm just saying i'm a little hurt i'm a little hurt well, it, for us it was episode 200 yeah that's true he was here for a special occasion you know and we appreciated that you know god bless him and i got to touch his abs and let me oh, tell you those they, abs. they are amazing god god uh, I mean, when he hugged I, me, I will firm, f- freely tell you that I, I did get half stock. You know, <laughs> you couldn't help us. Sorry. I see nothing wrong with that. No. I see nothing wrong with that. It, uh, it, was, it was pure, purely just from the sexual energy he projects. So Hobie will be at your studios eventually. Um, we Because we want to come up and watch a Pittsburgh Pirates game again. Because I, I will say that your stadium is the most beautiful stadium I've ever been to. I love PNC Ballpark. Love it. 
Love it. I love it. It is a jewel that has been dirtied by the team that plays there. Well, yeah. Yeah. You've had some rough years. Um, You've had some good fights, though, with the Reds. So that's been nice. I mean, Um, there's one good moment that's taken place in that stadium that was against the Reds. Which one was that? Just the fight? No, when when uh, uh, Cody, oh, what's his name? The, the the wild card game where the pitcher dropped the ball. Oh God, yeah, yeah, I know. Yep. Hold on, now I'm going to look at it. Hold on. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, yeah. You know, I will say your stadium. I have not been to the pirate or the uh, Penguin Stadium yet. The new arena. Um, those prices were a little too much for me yeah. <laughs> when I was looking. Um, they are. but I, 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 we do love me and Jeff, uh, and Jim, we all do love PNC ballpark. So, uh, we were planning on possibly going up there sometime this year. That's not happening. Right. So as long as people can wear a fucking mask, uh, we will be there hopefully next year. So, yeah. uh, um, we, we have every intent to stop by. That would be um, tremendous. Because we haven't been to Pittsburgh in a while, and it's, you guys aren't that far away. You're four hours away. Yeah. So, depending on how many deer I hit on the Pennsylvania Turnpike there. Yeah. True. Uh, so. All too but, true. But no, I do appreciate you letting me come on. I it's been a, it's been fun. I, I really enjoyed, and you guys need to come on again too. Um, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Now that we finally learned how to do Skype, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah really. <laughs> so. So. Where can people find your your fine podcast and follow you on all of your your social media happenings? Uh, let me make sure I get this correct because I gave you the wrong Skype. So yeah. on Twitter, three times. <laughs> three times. I'm like, where uh, the fuck is he? <laughs> I've done that before on many shows. <laughs> let me just call you. Uh, no, so you can find us on Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast. Uh, that's our main page. Uh, we're doing a toy, 1980s toy tournament right now. We have polls of the week, tournament polls every week. I've been voting. Uh, yep. Uh, I think it ends. Uh, this one is ends tomorrow. I think it's GI Joe. Or no, no, no. It's uh, Ghostbusters versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles right now, and He Man versus Mask is right I, now. I went Mask and Turtles. I can't vote because I made the poll. Bad. Yes. Um, I would I would probably go Turtles. I did like the Ghostbusters, and I would probably go He Man because I never really had many Mask figures. I'm I'm no going heads. strictly by the toys and. I, you know, the turtle toys I thought were better, and I thought the mask toys were better. Just going by the toys. Not, you know, yeah. clearly I think he is a better product, and I think um, Ghostbusters is a better product overall. But, you know, the toys, you got to go turtles yeah. and masks. I, I will say that uh, if I was rigging it, I would have had my DC superpowers and Marvel uh, Secret War figures go mm, on. But they both got yeah. destroyed. Yeah. Nobody remembers them that well. Uh, so, yeah, I that's have, I still have some. I do, too. Um, my youngest son uh, has a, not by choice, he did it by accident, but Magneto's leg is now off, and I can't snap it back together. <laughs> I was like, damn it. I have um, Black Spider-Man, Kang, Doom, uh, Wolvie. I got Daredevil? Hobgoblin. Ooh, Daredevil. Ooh, you, you have Daredevil? the ones I didn't have. Yeah, Daredevil for sure. I looked uh, yeah. real quick. I looked back into get into them just because I love those the superpowers in that. Fuck, Good every luck. single one of them is like fifty to a hundred dollars each. I'm like, no, no. Yeah. What am I going to do with this? <laughs> what am I going to do with those? They're even yeah. expensive, loose. 
Yeah. Are they? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think loose. I saw a couple like the, like the lesser ones were like twenty five bucks. Doc Ock was pretty cool too. I don't have the Wolverine claws anymore either, but I do have. Um, they all came with shields too. Yep. Yeah. I had the only shield we have left is Captain America's, and it had a little uh, slide that you put in there, and it did like a like you moved it, and it was like an action scene. Um, right. The Doc like, Ock. I can remember. I can remember toward the end of that. Um, I don't know if it was Hills, Sean, or Zares, or wherever. Uh, I think it was Hills. Uh, going into their toy section, like there wasn't many left of the Secret Wars. Because mm. actually, they went pretty good. I mean, it was a good seller for them. The only ones they had left were Kang. There was like 150,000 yeah. Kangs because nobody really knew who Kang was. There was just so many Kangs, it was like ridiculous. Just warming the pegs. Coolest villains, you know. Yeah. If you read the books, I mean, like Kang was pretty cool, you know. What I mean? uh, Kang is of... now sitting in my kid's bathtub right now. I can tell you that right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that one and uh, Magneto's in there without the leg, and um, my Batman DC superpower. Uh, nice. So, so I was like, damn. At that point, I mean, I've played with them, too. They're not worth anything. Just go play with them, kids. I don't care <laughs> at this point. So The beauty of finding at Second Life. It is. It is. Um, the Doc Ock was really cool until all the tentacles fell off. Like, within two minutes of playing with it, they all broke off. It's like, damn it. But it was definitely um, a cool figurine. They, it was. Doc Ock was, like, one of the coolest ones that, that was out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, and then you can show, uh, we're on every, we're on iTunes or whatever iTunes <laughs> is now. What is that? <laughs> Apple uh, podcast or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, and we're on Spotify and all those places. Uh, we're on, uh, at the history of bad ideas. We record every Tuesday and we come out, uh, every Tuesday night. So, uh, not much editing. And then, um, it's a round table show. And then, uh, we have video now since we're all on Skype on, if you really want to watch us. Uh, we're on YouTube at the History of Bad Ideas too, uh, so YouTube channel. So um, there you go. But yeah, I appreciate it, guys. It's been a, it's been a blast. I pre- uh, appreciate yeah. coming on here. It's been a pure yeah, joy. Been, yeah, it's been a great conversation. I love it. Love it. <laughs> so. Love it. All right. Okay. All right. Well, what's that? I said, hey, well, I, thank you again so much for coming on. I I appreciate it. Ian appreciates it, and um, you know, you've been phenomenal. I I can't thank you enough. It's been fun. Anytime you need us on, let me know, man. Just so Jeff doesn't come on that bastard. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> I'm just giving him the bow right there. Mm. Don't be surprised if he reaches out to you this week. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> so, I'll see you guys. Have a good show. Right, take care, man. All right. See ya. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's go ahead and dip our Tony old mailbag. Mailbag. Burp, burp. And as always, we start with our good friend, Superfan Thad. Hello, my two favorite hosts who like to make a cake and have a little person pop out. Wow. Strange. Let's play a little game. Pretend you are at Walmart and you have to buy three things to make the cashier uncomfortable. Ready, set, go. Here are my three. A bottle of lube, a hamster, and a Teletubby CD. <laughs> A wig, a thong, and a dress. Or maybe a poster of Marion Ross, lotion, and a jar of pickles. 
<laughs> I can do this all day. Apparently. Apparently, yeah. I've, I have no doubt about it. I, I guess, like, if... I only want to get into it. I'm not even going to try to go down that road. <laughs> um, <laughs> snow a, piercer. A raccoon, <laughs> yeah. a raccoon, a jar of peanut butter, and a copy of Swank. I'm just kidding. Copious wank. Fisher Price Little People, a bottle of I, KY jelly, and um, Triscuits. <laughs> nice Triscuits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Snowpiercer. Loved that show. There was a movie. Please don't spoil any for me. I'll go ahead. I want to know how it ends. Well, I'm not doing that. I'm excited for hockey to start this weekend. I'm so excited I shoved the hockey puck up my ass. Probably no problem. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that's, that went right in there. A little effort. Um, where is the guy from Scotland? I want to hear the goose. Let me know when he'll be on so I can listen while wearing a kilt. Well, he's Irish. Okay. There is a huge, huge difference between Ireland and Scotland. There is. It's monstrous. And you're just going to offend him. Where is, has Superfan Tim been? I know he is secretly making a new Marion Ross flavored lube for me. I actually saw Tim this week. You did? Yeah. Oh, he dropped shit. off a movie at my house I have to watch. Yeah, okay. Um, but uh, he has removed himself from Twitter. So he's off of all social media. Um, really? Yeah. He said he didn't have, he's like, I. Really haven't had much to say. That's why I haven't written in. You know, I don't want to just say something to say something. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. Uh, but he, he did write in this week, so he had something to say. Cool. Um, okay, time to go. I just had some morning coffee with a cigar. I'm about to shit my pants. Unless you unless you want me to keep writing this while I'm on shitting on the pot. Well, no. In fact, I'm assuming you did write this while you're shitting on the pot. Uh, probably. Probably. You can't fool me. And so next up, we have a, uh, an email from our good friend, the Otter, better known as Superfan Tim. Hey, Pittsburgh nerds. Hey. Hola, mi amigos. I have returned. Sorry for the delay. I was hike- hiking the Appalachian Trail, and by that I mean spending a couple of months with my Appalachian or Argentinian mistress. Haha, <laughs> I kid. We all know I couldn't afford a Carrick mistress, let alone one in Argentina. Okay. I hear those Carrick mistresses. You can get them, you know, $20 for an hour. Wow. Got a lot to catch up on, so I'll keep it brief. Disney Plus got a ton of extra downloads, not because people bought it for Hamilton. It's because a ton of husbands told their wives to take that shit into another room that didn't previously have Disney Plus downloaded onto it. Nice. I could see that. 
Joe Montana wasn't a genius. He was